Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Folks, you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse, episode 214 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on November 21st, 2020. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, Pete. Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete. Kevin. Okay, you are back. You you just had a, a, another one of your marathon Walt Disney World trips. Yep, that's uh, which, true. And, and so that makes today one of everybody's favorite days of the year, which is when we get your trip report, which is coming up in our e-ticket attraction. I hope it. Uh, I hope it makes everybody happy. Yeah, I mean, it usually does. These are these trip reports of yours are some of uh, people tell me all the time it's their it's their favorite episode. I like trip reports too. It's just it's what uh you yeah, know it's what it's we like, all like to yeah, do. It's like the backbone. It's what the show is built upon. And right. yeah, um. So before that, we have so much news to get through. So you ready to dive headfirst into the yep. news and never look back? All right, the news brought to you this week, as always, by our good friend and sponsor Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Um. All right. So worldwide news. We got to get the biggie out of the way first. Park hopping returns as of January first. That's exciting. Very exciting because Disney without park hopping. I mean, I know for like for for you, it was not really a big deal to not park hop. It isn't, but I understand the value of park hopping. I know plenty of people who like that's really their thing. Yeah, well, and especially too, like as as somebody who's local, park hopping is a huge part of the experience because you know you you might only go for a few hours, but you want to like go eat lunch at Epcot. At the festival, and then hop over to Galaxy's Edge to go on Smuggler's Run. Like, right. And, and, I'm curious how it's going to work. Well, we know how it's going to work because they've outlined it. So you ready to ready to hear about this? Yeah. All right. So g- starting on January 1st, guests who purchase a ticket or annual pass with Park Hopper benefits will be able to visit more than one park per day with some new modifications as part of an ongoing focus on health and safety. With the updated Park Hopper experience, guests must make a Disney Park Pass reservation for the first park they plan to visit and enter that park first before visiting another. Now, at this time, the park reservation is not required after the first park. However, reservation requirements are subject to change. This can change. So after you enter that first park, you can then leave and go to another park without making a reservation as long as that park is not at capacity. So additionally, Disney will set specific park hopper hours during which this option will be available. Park hopper hours will start at 2 p.m. each day and end at the park scheduled close time. So guests will soon be able to check DisneyWorld.com slash park hours and the My Disney Experience app for the most up-to-date park hopper hours as they could start earlier or later at a later date, depending on the day in the park. Um, right. My only question is, like, so I'm at Studios, right? right. This is your reserved park at Disney and, Studios. And now I want to go to um, Epcot for dinner. Right. How do I know for fact 
I can get into Epcot? That's a good question. I would assume there's got to be some kind of thing that you can check, um, you know, like on the on the app or something like that. But that is not, that's what I'm saying. I, How I do I know? Like that. they're definitely clear, and I can get in there. Yeah, I mean, look, right now they're kind of operating on this like we're not hitting capacity any day, right? So, other than studios, yeah, other than studios. Um, but I would assume there's got to be a thing on my Disney experience that it, it, like if you an update's got to come where like like a park hopping tab where you look at it and it says like, you know, each park and it's just like full or open. Right. Like I leave studios, I go to Epcot. Oh my gosh, Epcot's actually full. Can I go back to studios? Yes, you can. Even if they're like at capacity, if they're at capacity, I don't know. You might, you might have to, I'm saying like, I need, I would, I'd want to know like clarification on that. Might have to go to animal kingdom because nobody's there. Uh, And uh, I imagine nobody is, um, no one's going to park up into studios, A, because they reach capacity a lot, and B, if you don't start your day there, you cannot... Correct. You um, can't get on Rise of the Resistance. Right. Uh, well, okay, so speaking of, of all of this, Disney World has increased its capacity, according to Disney CEO Bob Chappick, who confirmed in an investor earnings call that Disney has increased its operating capacity at the Walt Disney World Resort theme parks. According to Chappick, Walt Disney World is now operating at 35% capacity, which is up from its original reopening capacity of 25%. He went on to say that this is still being achieved within CDC guidelines of six foot feet of spacing and mandatory use of masks. Of course, it remains unclear how the quoted percentages are calculated, there is a significant difference between a typical day pre-COVID capacity versus pre-day peak day pre-COVID capacity at the parks. So typical day versus a peak day. Um, right. So yeah, we're we're now at thirty-five percent capacity. It just kind of seems weird that like as cases are exploding across the country, like more things are opening up. Yeah, I, I think they don't want to go backwards with it. No, nobody wants to go backwards with it. But you know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings on it. And I, you know, like I won't go to any of the parks on like a weekend or a Friday. Right. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm I'm steering clear. But, you know, on weekdays, I think it's still very manageable, very safe. And we'll talk about it more when we get into your trip report. But um, resort news. The Grand Floridian walkway is now open to guests. This is exciting. This is a moment I've been waiting for for pretty much yeah. all my life. We've been be, talking about this for a while. Yes, to, the the ability to walk from Magic Kingdom to the TTC and, you know, the other way around as well. That's a game changer, especially if you're someone who really likes to walk like me. Right. Cuz like I walk Absolutely. four I walk 4 miles a day now like just for like fun. Like I like it. I listen to an audiobook, I pop in my headphones, it's nice. Um so yeah, this is going to be pretty. This is going to be pretty awesome. Uh, the walk takes about ten minutes from the Grand Floridian to Magic Kingdom, if you're walking at a brisk pace. But of course, the mileage might vary. So for most, it'll probably be around a fifteen minute walk, and that's from the Grand Floridian to to the gates of the Magic Kingdom, not the whole distance. The whole distance, I'm right. assuming, you're probably adding another fifteen minutes to that. Right. Um, of course, and it also depends on like where you start from. If you're starting at like like the far end of Grand Floridian, a couple more minutes are going to be added on to that. Uh, but I, would you say th- uh, that would be a 30 minute walk? Do you think that's a, that's a fair assessment? 30 minutes? Yeah, yeah. maybe. I feel like that that's a, that that's fair to, to say 30 minutes. I mean, people have, uh, as anyone who's gone to Disney World knows, varying walking speeds. Yes. Yes, indeed. 
Um, all right, you ready for Magic Kingdom news? Yep. The Crystal Palace and Tomorrowland Terrace are reopening in December. Ooh, very exciting. Yes. At Magic Kingdom, the Crystal Palace will reopen on December 13th, 2020 as a family-style experience without characters. So Winnie the Pooh and friends are taking a little break. Individually plated entrees will include crispy fried chicken with honey pot drizzle, fire-roasted prime rib of beef, and fried cauliflower. Reservations will open on My Disney Experience on December the 1st. Uh, so you're, it basically it's going to operate like Liberty Tree. They're just going to bring you big, huge, like yep. family style platters to to pick from, which I think is a smart way to do the buffets to reopen them right now. I do too. Yeah, I mean, I know buffets offer so many different things, but there are like key staples to each restaurant's Correct. buffet menu. Correct. Also at Magic Kingdom, the Quick Service Tomorrowland Terrace will reopen on December 17th, uh, featuring an updated menu that includes lobster rolls, grilled salmon, and New England clam chowder. Okay. That sounds like the Columbia Harbor House um, it does. menu. So I guess they're like, hey, people want this menu, but we can't open the Columbia Harbor House right now. Right. Because that's still closed. Um, there's um, also a, at the Magic Kingdom, a new boat. The new boat dock is now open for the Polynesian Village Resort and Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. So a much larger boat dock area has been included Um because remember, like the, their boat dock at the Magic Kingdom was like really small. Oh yeah, super super small. Uh, and now that they're doing security checks at the boat dock, they I guess they needed to make a much larger uh, area. Makes sense. That kind of thing also probably has to be significantly refurbished Correct. every once in a while, anyway. So Correct. this probably made sense. Uh, the Magic Kingdom is currently testing fireworks. However, that does not mean that fireworks are returning anytime soon. Uh, fireworks testing is scheduled for the Magic Kingdom area early next week on Monday night after hours, but it isn't a sign of a return of shows just yet. Disney often conducts tests of various pyrotechnics, which may be used in future shows, along with testing of product from new suppliers. Disney has some testing ground outside of the park, which is likely where the test will take place. Disney is yet to make any announcements on the return of its signature fireworks spectaculars, but speculation continues to suggest that Epcot Forever may be the first to return in the first half of 2021. Makes sense. Just capacity alone. I mean, you know, when I, I saw like all of the crowds gathered for this, like this Cinderella Castle projection thing. Right. And I'm like, all right, just do fireworks again. Like right. if you're not going to care because these crowds were crazy and like packed together. And I was like, well, if you don't care anymore, then just do the fireworks again. Uh, the no stop security scanners have now been officially added to the Magic Kingdom and TTC. The new no-stop security scanners are now in operation at this park, making completing the rollout to all four Walt Disney World Resort theme parks and Disney Springs. Uh, this was originally piloted in June over at the Springs, and the new scanners greatly reduce the need for bag checks and provide a much improved guest experience. The scanners are now in use at Magic Kingdom Epcot Main Entrance, Epcot International Gateway, Disney's Animal Kingdom, Disney's Hollywood Studios, and Disney Springs. According to the manufacturer, Evolve Express is the first no-stop weapon screening system built to automatically screen groups of people as they walk through without slowing or stopping. Express screens uh, visitor... Express screens visitors individually or together while automatically differentiating weapons from personal items. It is the fastest weapon screening system on the market, consistently screening 60 people every minute for firearms and other threats. That's 3,600 people per hour or 10 times faster than a traditional checkpoint system. Um, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so you, you encountered these on your yep. trip, I assume. And is it not a total game changer? It's amazing, actually. Yeah. 
Like you don't have to stop and open your bag anymore. You don't have to wait in the line. You just walk right through. It's it is like such a big deal. You can't stress how wonderful it is. It is wonderful. Like, you know, I used to be like, oh, you know, Disney's security is so lax compared to Universal with their and now like I go to Universal, I'm like, oh, really? We gotta stay on this line to go through this X ray machine? Like Right. It I mean, I gotta hand it to them. You know, we were always like, Why aren't they putting, you know, metal detectors everywhere? Why doesn't everyone have to walk through a metal detector? It's clearly because they were getting ready to roll this out. Yep. And so now everyone goes through a screening, and I think it's fantastic. Me too. Speaking of things that I think are fantastic, the Muppets have returned to the Magic Kingdom in Liberty Square. I heard about this. You didn't see them while you were there? No. Yeah, so uh, they are, So it's not great moments in history. Right. Uh, but it is the actual puppets of the Muppets, and they appear in the same places where they were for great moments of history. But they're in Christmas outfits with Christmas decorations, and they are basically there for photo ops. Yeah, this had to be literally days after I was there. Yeah. Uh, so very, very exciting that they brought this back. I think what a cool thing to do. Like, what a cool little added thing to kind of inject a little magic into Liberty Square. Yeah. You know, the, I mean, you know me. I think that the Muppets never should have, you know, been taken out to begin with. So because Great Moments in History is wonderful. Epcot news. Ready for Epcot? Always ready for Epcot, I'm sure. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind uh, has had vehicles in testing recently. I've been seeing the videos. Yeah, the Imagineers are currently carrying out a slow push-pull test of the ride vehicles on the track, verifying that they're able to pass through the track as intended before moving on to full-speed testing. Uh, We still await an opening time frame update from Disney, with the ride originally expected to open in 2021, but now subject to COVID-19 is now subject to COVID-19 related delays. The Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind Adventure starts in the Galaxarium, a planetarium-like exhibition that explores the similarities and mysteries of of the formation of Earth's galaxy and Xandar. Guests will be invited to learn more about the treasures Xandar has to offer until the moment when the Guardians of the Galaxy arrive and adventure across the cosmos ensues. Um... The attraction will feature a new innovation from Walt Disney Imagineering, a storytelling coaster that rotates 360 degrees to focus guests on the action, including the first ever reverse launch on a Disney coaster. You're going to have to go on this, you know. Yeah, this is the real joy of you leaving New Jersey, Kevin. This is it. That I can tell you. Yes. Yep. In the past, we'd be like, oh, let's see what we can interpret from some weird YouTube video. Now it's like, oh, no. This is the, your real calling. This is why you've gone to Florida. <laughs> this is my mission if I choose to accept it. So that I know right away, like, hey, so what's this like? And you, you'll you tell me. It's great. Yep. Um, so the um, I, I, I'm excited for it. I, I think it'll be great. I, I think it's going to be really cool. And I, I'm excited that you're going to have to go on a roller coaster now because there's no way you're not going on the Guardians. I know. I love Guardians. Like I if they change Tower of Terror over to Guardians, we'd both be going on it. No, that's not true. I mean, I've been in California for the Guardians Tower. Oh, really? You, you didn't go on it? No. Okay. That's Ethan went me. on it. Um, me and Abby went through the pre-show, mm-hmm. and because you wanted to see so the Rocket cool. Raccoon, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And she was panicked the whole time that we were going to have to ride it, and I kept telling her, "Like, we're not riding it." But <laughs> uh, the harmonious barges uh, are going to be fountains during the day in World Showcase Lagoon. Did you hear about this? did so you remember like you know during the day for illuminations they'd have to raise up the bridge which would stop traffic going and it was always like right when i was ha- right when uh, i happened to be crossing from africa happened to, China. to me too like it's all the time i had to be stuck there uh and they would have to bring the barges out so now apparently the barges for harmonious are going to be in the lagoon at all times 
uh, ending the tradition where the where they were brought out late in the day each night for showtime to help disguise their presence and to bring some kinetic energy to the lagoon. The platforms will use some of their water effects as part of a daytime fountain show. In the middle of World Showcase. Cool. Yeah. Also confirmed is that the central barge with the large six story ring will be a water screen formed with water originating from the ring. Each of the surrounding barges features 25 foot double sided LCD walls, and across all four perimeter barges, there are 54 foot moving arms. Do you think that like this is going to cause a sightline issue in World Showcase? I mean, come on. That's got to be one of the first things they take care of. Yeah. Um, speaking of World Showcase, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure has been moved to a 2021 opening. Originally, it was supposed to open this year. Obviously, it's not. Right. Uh, the announcement was made by Josh DiAmaro, chairman of Disney Parks, Experiences, and Products, as he took the virtual stage at the IAPA Expo, which is the virtual um, education conference. and theme. It's like a theme park conference that happens every year. Right. The ride in the France Pavilion had been originally planned to open in 2020, but the COVID-19 closure and subsequent restrictions on theme park operations means that Disney will wait until it can properly market the attraction to drive guests back to Walt Disney World next year. The exterior of the expansion is largely complete, and we understand from sources that the ride system testing is already underway inside the show building. That's from www.magic.com. Animal Kingdom news. The affection section has reopened at Rafiki's Planet Watch. That is the petting zoo. Okay. Did you go to the, the Rafiki's Planet Watch during your trip? We did not. Nope. Do you typically, or is that is that a thing you skip? Once every couple of years, we do. They do the, they, you know, or at least they were. I don't know. If, I, actually, they're probably not doing it right now. They they were doing the art, um, like the make the sketch of the character that they right. used to do. Yeah, I remember studios. that. Uh, so the affection section reopened on November 15th, giving guests the opportunity to once again get up close with the resident goats and sheep. Now, you know the really cool thing about the goats in there? They all have 80s names. Okay. There's Doc. There's Marty. There, there. I'm sorry. There's Doc. There's McFly. There's Megatron. That like all the goats have like 80s show names. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, I I learned that. So we had a really great experience. I was with my friend Susan, and um, she had broken her hip a while back, and so she was still walking with a cane. Right. And so we're walking into the the affection section because she really wanted to go in and see the goats, and one of the cast members is like, "Oh, you're going to be popular today." And I was like, what? And and it was the cane. Like, the goats all, like, swarmed her and wanted to rub their heads on the cane. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, guys, if you ever want extra special attention from the goats, go in and buy one of those, like, walking sticks that they oh, sell. I thought you were going to tell Kingdom. people to suffer a, a severe injury. Yes. Throw yourself down the stairs and break your hip. And then, you know. um, The Harambe Market has reopened on weekends. As of November 14th, the outdoor quick service eatery operates from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, and on other select busy days as well, besides the weekends. As with other quick service locations, ordering will be done via mobile order on My Disney Experience. Um, Hollywood, I'm I, I, sorry, one more bit of um, Animal Kingdom news that it literally just broke my heart to pieces yesterday. Okay. Uh, Warden Wilson Matumba has been removed from Killing I was going to send this to you. Yes. Unbelievable. I cannot believe that they replaced it with like a safety spiel about how to get into the car. He lives in you, Kevin. He lives in you. He lives in me. He watches over everything we see. Into the water. Into the truth. In your reflection, 
He lives in you. That's my 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 tribute to uh, to Wilson by singing from The Lion King on Broadway. I'm glad you didn't put in any, uh, you know, anything about poaching or. No, no. He may live in you, but animals are dying everywhere, every second. Everywhere. While you enjoy your vacation. You're going to have to carry some pictures with you on your phone to show just random. (laughs) Just like be in the line and be like, hey, uh, in case you didn't know, this is what a dead cheetah looks like. Right. Uh, (laughs) And so. This one, not sleeping. Yeah, I'm glad I got to see some of the last Wilson stuff. Yeah, ever. man, you got that. You got the, you got there for the last Wilson. Like I, I almost feel it's like that Harry Potter meme, um, where like you know, like you see like the the new video and it's like, how dare you stand where he stood? Look, I know we retired the impression, but you know, I think one more time we have to. You know, uh, just to remember, while you are enjoying your vacation. Animals are dying. While you eat your Mickey pretzel dipped in the hot cheese sauce, animals are dying every day. Remember that while you have your magic fun. It is not so magical for Big Red. Oh, Wilson. Uh, I know. It's like the, I loved the morbidity of just like showing you horrific acts while you're in line for this Disney attraction, like real, it's like just, just injecting like that real life buzzkill. Rest in power, Wilson. Yep. You know, you live on in our hearts and minds forever. All right, Hollywood Studios news: Woody's lunchbox is set to reopen. Was disappointed. This was closed. Yes. Yeah. The tachos there are are epic, but it's reopening actually in just a couple days on November 25th. Okay. So, uh, photos have also been released of the rooms of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. They look like rooms. They look like rooms. They look like rooms yeah. that look out into space. I think it looks so cool. I mean, it looks exactly like the concept art. Like, to the point where yeah. I was like, wait, is this the concept art? But it was, like, actually, a, like, it, it looks identical to the concept art. It is amazing how it's just a standard Disney room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's going to cost you ten times as much. Right. <laughs> um... I'm just still like, I'm still laughing in my head about like, <laughs> just having to like pick up the Wilson slack on the Kilimanjaro Safari. Yeah, line. you got it. Just, like, could you imagine someone being like, "Oh, I'm so excited to go on this uh, on this ride," and I just turn around like, you know, who's not excited? Animals that are being killed by poachers. They can't. These pictures can't even be on your phone. They have to be like old school pictures that you have in your wallet. Like pull out, of, like pull it out of my backpack. Like, like, yeah. like big like eight by tens of just mutilated carcasses. Oh, you want to see the baby rhino? Look at this rhino. Yeah, <laughs> this rhino didn't get to have a baby. You want to see the baby rhino become this, become an adult rhino? Maybe stop the poachers instead of having a Disney vacation, huh? Maybe go donate. You know, maybe maybe, maybe go donate to the uh, Disney Conservation Fund outside. You've got your Wilson Forever shirt on. <laughs> it's just a, it's just the picture of Wilson on the shirt with pointing to his eye. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Uh, okay, so uh, now this happened right after our last show. It actually happened between when we filmed and when the show was posted. So we do have to talk about this a little bit is um, the changes that have been made to the Rise of the Resistance boarding group process. Now, right. we'll, we'll touch on it here. And then during your trip report, you can give me a little like update on how this went for you. Uh, but so you no longer have to be in the park 
to get a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance. You do have to have a park reservation, though. So guests with a valid ticket or annual pass and a Disney Park Pass reservation for Hollywood Studios can access the virtual queue system and check for an available boarding group starting at 7 a.m. on the day of their park reservation. This can be done before you leave your Disney Resort Hotel or wherever else nearby you might be at that time. The virtual queue will reopen daily at 2 p.m. for anyone who wasn't already able to join a boarding group earlier in the day. Note, guests must be inside Disney's Hollywood Studio to access the second virtual queue opportunity, and access to a boarding group is subject to availability and not guaranteed. Disney says that it's hoping this new approach... Uh, will make a day at Hollywood Studios more enjoyable and relaxing as guests no longer need to be inside the park each morning to request a boarding group for the first virtual queue opportunity. All right, so what do we think about that? I mean, apparently it's still hitting capacity within 30 seconds. So, Oh, yeah, of course. Why yeah. wouldn't it? I, you know, we'll get your opinions on it during the trip report. And outside Walt Disney World news, the Disney Cruise Line has extended its suspensions through the end of 2020. Uh, previous date, it was uh, hoping to set sail again was December 6th. That is clearly not going to happen. Um, this news came a few days after the CDC announced that it has let the no-sale order expire, paving the way for cruising to eventually resume. Here is the full update from Disney Cruise Line. Our team at Disney Cruise Line remains focused on the health and well-being of our guests and team members. We are carefully reviewing the guidance from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and working together with industry partners on a path to resuming operations. As we continue to refine our protocols for our eventual return to service, we have decided to cancel all sailings through December 2020. Sailings are canceled on board the Disney Fantasy through December 26th, Disney Wonder and Disney Magic through December 30th, and the Disney Dream through December 31st. Guests booked on affected sailings who have paid their reservation in full will be offered the choice of a cruise credit to be used for a future sailing or a full refund. Guests who have not paid their reservations in full will automatically receive a refund of what they have paid so far. Effective guests and travel agents will receive an email from Disney Cruise Line outlining details and next steps. So, I mean, you know, not really altogether unexpected. So, all right, that's the news this week. Okay. Lots of news. Um well- so we are going to take a quick commercial break, uh, hear from our sponsors and the rest of the White Dragon Podcast Network, and be back uh, with our e-ticket attraction of the week. So stay tuned, folks. More Two Men in the Mouse coming at you right after these fine words. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. you got to pack everything up. you got to figure out where you're eating. you got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it were his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. 
That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like, that. A, like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, this can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. You give them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weiger autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weiger. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey. And renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop cues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. Hello, humans! My name is Morty Monster, and I'm... Uh, well, I'm a monster. I'm here as an exchange student from the Monster World, where growing up I fell in love with the world of human pop culture. Unfortunately, not a lot of monsters share that passion, so I came here to experience all of these things that I love and to share that passion with all of you. I do this through my YouTube channel with regular video blogs. One of my favorite things to do is film while in the theme parks of Orlando, Florida. Join me in Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and more. I'll also be reviewing comic books, web videos, TV shows, movies, and other awesome stuff. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash MortyMonster. I'm on Instagram as MortyMonster and friends. I'm also on Twitter as MortyMonsterBFF. From there, you can find a link to my YouTube videos. Please like, subscribe, love, sign up for notifications and more for all the Morty content. I can't wait to share my adventures with all of you. Morty Monster. Hey listeners, this is Mark Daniel, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse.
Folks, when we first started Two Men in the Mouse, we saw it as a fun way to keep the magic alive between our Disney trips. Because of that, our Disney trips have always been a huge part of the show, and we kind of set the Two Men in the Mouse calendar to revolve around Pete's annual trip to Walt Disney World or Disneyland. Have you ever known? Like, I feel like that's like, like we, we just kind of like mark the year by like your uh, trips. Oh, I do it. Yeah. Uh, these trip reports have become a time-honored tradition on the show, and today we get to tag along with Pete and his family by recounting all the details on their most recent trip to Walt Disney World. Yes, friends, it's that time again for our e-ticket attraction of the week. We are diving into Pete's Walt Disney World trip report for 2020, and that is brought to us by our good friends at KingdomStrollers.com for all of your crib and stroller rental needs in the Orlando area. Okay, so Disney in the era of COVID-19. Yeah, I, I desperately wanted to experience it. Yeah, I, I mean, are you glad that you did? I oh, yeah. You, I know you were on the fence for a while about whether... No, no, very go. happy. Honestly, uh, also much needed. Been a long year for everybody, so I mean, I'm mean, i sure everyone understands. Oh, totally. Totally. And, you know, I mean, elephant in the room right away. Not not a dead elephant from uh, the, the, you know, Wilson's uh, speech, but um, did you feel safe? did right i did i thought they did a great job more importantly heather thought they did a great job because i would be thrilled no matter what Uh uh-huh but she was really happy with it right and now i know you didn't just go to disney so we'll we'll get to that we'll get to we'll get to there well let me say this we drove right and we drove straight really you didn't stop no we left our house and we drove to disney world like straight through 18 hours straight through yeah we were trying to cut out like you know unnecessary stops all right so you you didn't stop like for the night no wow i'm impressed did you guys take turns driving or did you drive we did i gotta be honest with you i don't know if it's because i was like you know kind of nervous about it but like it was easy it worked out okay okay i don't know why we did leave a little earlier than we normally do we normally leave like between five and six. And we left at four. Wow. Okay. So we didn't even get there too, too late. Must have been caffeinating pretty hardcore on this. Well, I don't drink caffeine, but um, how did you? How did you survive? I, I don't know. You're just on like, but more importantly, how did you survive on the way back? Well, the way back we did have to stop only because you're leaving on a park day. Yes. So, uh, you know, it's not like we could leave a park and be like, let's go drive 16 hours. Like, you can't do that. Okay. So. So where'd you stop on the way back? Like, We stopped in Georgia. Okay. My one friend who travels for a living got me a hotel and was like, this one's super clean. Having said that, we still did a full, you know, sanitation of it ourselves. Right. So. Right. All right, so but going there, you're hopped up on. Yeah, exactly. uh, you're like hopped up on magic, so like you know right. that I can get. It's just that that drive home is always just terrible. Um. All right, so day one, you leave the house, you drive sixteen to eighteen hours straight to pull into Caribbean Beach Resort. Yes. Okay. So you get in. Is your room ready when you get there? Yes. Okay. Uh, ironically we get to a room we walk in it smells clean like they have like nuked this room pretty much yeah they do they, the rooms have been ridiculously clean in the area heather of course is like i'm still gonna once over the room i'm like that's fine we then realized the room doesn't have one of those little pull down beds the murphy bed 
you know, the little like one that comes out of the wall with the picture of Mickey and Pluto on yeah, it. Yeah. Right. So Abby likes that because, you know, when you're traveling with two kids, 15 and 12, they don't want to like, sleep in the same bed. Right. So Heather's like, I'm going to make a phone call. So she called the front desk, explained the situation. You know, thank God Abby at 12 is still like, you know, kind of like a mini person. Right. Um, they switched us to a different room. Okay. Um, right away? They want, yeah. They were like, you know, they wanted to find us a preferred room. But by, by the way, the room they gave us was fantastic. Just location, it was wonderful. Right by the right by the uh the pool. Yeah, we were on the far end. So actually the days that we had to walk over to the Riviera to use the Skyliner to Yes, which we will get to was right there. So okay, anyway, cool. So long story short, we get the second room once over the second room. It was perfect. They were so accommodating, like we couldn't have been more, you know thankful that they they totally helped us out right so i think the rooms so yeah i walked around to go find ice right Right. and i think the rooms first thing you gotta do is just get a big bucket of ice for your room right so as i'm walking i notice that the windows are open in every room like in our block okay so i think what they're doing is they're kind of like nuking these rooms and leaving them yeah, it like makes days. sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Because Kevin, there was no one in those rooms the entire time we were there. Right. So I think that's what they're doing. I think they are basically like, you know, cleaning these rooms out the wazoo and then no one goes in them. Right. Like they're like untouched. Now, were you able to find Must You Disney on the TV? Uh, I don't know if I even looked for it. Why? Well, because they so they have kind of taken Stacy's Must Do Disney off of the rotation on the on the normal right. channel that it's on because a lot of the things that she's talking about aren't offered right now because of COVID. But if you know where to look, like if you go to the Must Do Disney in an Espanol channel, um, it's right. actually the regular Must Do Disney in English. Okay. So you just kind of I didn't to, really look to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, you just kinda have to know where to look. You you don't immediately turn Must Do Disney on when you get into your hotel room? Not really. Dude, when you're a family of four, you kind of have so much going on. Okay. Forget about a family of four f- during election week when you have a son who's very yes involved. Like we watched a lot of actual news. Yeah, so did everybody on this trip. <laughs> um. Okay. So that was night one. We were all psyched. We walked around. It was great. Oh, we so went to no park, no park on the first night. No, no, we do. We got there at like nine o'clock. Okay. All right. So there you... wasn't even a park open. Right. All right. So you walked around. You experienced um, Caribbean Beach at night. Yeah, which is great. I mean, honestly, it sounds so weird, but you go in your resort store first thing of your trip. Yeah. And you're just like, it's like almost surreal being there, you know? Right. Right. So we were, you know, kind of just like happy, like doing stuff. And, okay. Um, so that was, you know, the drive down went successfully. Uh, Real Disney Day started the next day, which was Epcot. Okay, right. Epcot. First, so now you're taking the Skyliner over course and this is the this is the inaugural skyliner trip here right no i've been on skyliner before oh i thought this was your first trip with the skyliner no we went last year oh right okay still loving the skyliner yeah it's unbelievable it's perfect i love it it's game changer yeah love it and for me where we were located we were really really far well, i shouldn't say that but pretty far from the um caribbean beach station i was going to ask when you said you had to walk to the riviera because yeah, I so I like... asked. We went. All right. So here's the thing. So Epcot was supposed to open at 12. And then a couple weeks before my trip, they bumped it to 11. 
Okay. Um, I knew I wanted to go early because I've read that they're letting people into the parks way before the times. Interesting. That are so I'm like, okay, listen, we're gonna head over early. So we went in and we went down to the store. So it's like nine o'clock in the morning, and I asked like the person at the door. So I'm like, hey, go into Epcot. Want to take the Skyliner? They're like, oh yeah, great question. They're like, go to Riviera. They're like, it's right here. Okay. So I my island was the island right next to Riviera. So we just walked right over. Perfect. Now you got to get on this giant line to get on the Skyliner, right? Which looks intimidating first thing in the morning. You're like, wow, I'm like a whole bunch of people back, and you're all six feet apart. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't bad. Moves quick. No, because it's it's just it's constantly moving. It's constantly loading. Right. Like they even have like the offshoots for when they have to load in somebody on a wheelchair. Right. So, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Actually, how they put the I guess it fits three. Yeah. They can like store there, kind yeah. of. Yeah. I thought that was really neat. Um, I, yeah, I do too. Yeah, so the Skyliner went great. Now listen, Epcot, it's still in shambles. Yeah, I mean, it's it's half a park right now. I mean, it, unfortunately, it was when I went last year. So, And it's it going to be probably when you go next year. I, I know. That's why I told them. I'm like, this isn't going to be that much better. It's my favorite park. Um, so it's a little bit of a bummer. I mean, listen, we got to go on Spaceship Earth unexpected yeah. joy right I yeah mean, like, right we, you were last never year, we didn't think this yeah you were never expecting to ride it again you got to thank the phoenicians one final time right so it's great you know we got to do that again uh we wrote test track we wrote soren you know we did all the things we wanted to do we had a wonderful lunch at garden grill ah yes okay so now, let what... me tell you garden grill fantastic yeah and the characters are still there right it's great i i'm telling you there are certain things about disney right now that i'm like oh, i'd be okay with this all the time so the characters on the upper level of Garden Grill. Right. You, the guest, are on the lower level. So the characters walk around the upper level and come to your table. And you can take a picture with the characters. Because of the way it's laid out, I see. Yeah, you're okay. not that close to them, but they're okay. there. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Fantastic. That's that's awesome. I like that. And the food is always good. Yeah, uh, we rode, we went on Living with the Land, of course. Well, you got to go on Living with the Land. Living with the Land was my first ride that had, uh, I don't think it's plexiglass, but they had no. It's like a, it's like that. It's like a plastic sheet that they yes. put there. Do you feel like that kind of like limits the way you view things on Living with the Land? Because it's kind of how, yeah, that's that's how I felt too. Like you have to look at things through the side. Yeah, it, it is weird. Um, I can't tell you that it's a perfect system because you do have to kind of look out the side of the boat. I mean, so, the reality of the situation right now is that there are just some things that are just not going to be perfect. That's impossible and that's to fine. Be perfect. It's it's not like the worst thing in the world. No, you know, it just it is different. Like it's kind of hinders your vision. Of I, listen, is there somebody out there who's like, I couldn't see out the front of the living with the land boat. My trip is ruined. I mean, prob- yes, probably, there is that person. Probably there is that person, but you know, they're they're few and far between. Uh, so that was okay. I'm trying to think of what else we did there. Well, I'm assuming you jumped right on Soren after that, right? We did. Well, you're in the I had land. a little bit of a wait for Soren, but it wasn't terrible. No, yeah, Soren. So this is also your first trip without Fast Pass in a long time. Yes, which I enjoyed. Really, you, you were okay with I no did, Fast the, Pass. The lines were not very long. No, yeah, I mean they move. Uh, the lines move faster without the Fast Pass line. And the other thing you realize right away is. Those projected ride wait times yeah. are completely nonsense. Yeah. That they have no way to gauge how long the lines really are. 
so everything especially that first day was like 40 minutes yeah i can't there's, imagine there's that no they're like handing that. that red that like red no, ticket not. to people right now nah, not at all huh okay so you know now listen here's the real disappointment for me of epcot it, it isn't all the construction in the front although i don't love that uh, it isn't mouse gear which I literally spent five minutes in mouse gear just because it was too much for me to handle it being. Yeah, I, was, I would this, assume that's got to be a big heartbreaker for you to see the current. It is it is really hard. Didn't love that. That None of these are the big deal breaker. The biggest thing is going to World Showcase, having no yeah. actual international flavor to World Showcase. And even more so than that, a lot of the stores and shops that I love closed. Okay, so by international flavor, I'm assuming you mean the cast members that are from the specific yes. countries. And I, I'm 100% with you on this. It's really weird, like, when you go into, you know, Mitsukoshi Department Store and you're being oh, yeah. you're being checked out by Linda from Milwaukee, you know. Now, listen, I understand the situation, and, I, and I'm just thrilled it's open. Yes, agreed. Um, but my favorite store in World Showcase is the Germany store. I was just about to say, I bet you he's going to say Germany. And I, you know, so we were here on a Sunday. So Ethan was on the other side of Germany getting caramel popcorn from the Werther's store. Yes, which is still open and still smells amazing. And oh my God, that caramel popcorn, the fresh popcorn they oh, make that's in the little wax paper bag. So good. Woo. I mean, that stuff's. It's dangerously good. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Thank God we only bought one back. So. I'm like, cool, let me go over there and just see if they have anything I want. I walk over there, sign on the door, closed Saturday and Sunday. Interesting. Like, I can't believe I'm in Disney World seeing signs for stores that are like, oh, only operating during the week. But did you go back to Epcot during the week? Nope. Because what am I going back to Epcot for? All right. You know what? I I see your point there. Like, we banked everything out in that park immediately. Right. Like, literally, we had to wait to go to Le Cellier, which was our dinner that night. Okay, yeah, right. So, because we had, we had accomplished everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been to Le Cellier since the, um, since the pandemic as well, and it's also not the same knowing that your server isn't Canadian. It's funny. Our server is like, listen, I don't actually work here. It was so, like, this is what he led with. Oh, my goodness. He's like, so you're going to have to bear with me. I'm like, oh. Okay, what it's very funny. What did you have at La Cellier? I went with the signature uh, filet. Right. Yeah. Come on. There's there's right, not buddy. something else to get there. No. I will say Ethan got the paella, which he had last year. Okay. And it was not good. Really? It was, first off, it was not paella. And we had this dish last year. And I love paella. And last year it was unbelievable. This year it was a dish with rice. Oh. It is not paella in any form fashion of the word so mm. i don't know how that's working out but i mean i i would i would question what a paella is doing on that menu to begin with because like agreed you know when agreed. i think canada i think oh yeah come on down and try our paellas eh like i think they're trying to provide dishes for people who don't eat you know meat who want more like fish. who doesn't eat meat what kind of canadian are you that's right. what we do up here it's so cold you need the extra fat now, let me just say, we're leaving Le Cellier, and it's a full-blown downpour outside. Okay. Okay, so we're all checking the weather apps, you know, and, like, it's Florida, right? This is going to stop in, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. No. 
No. It's raining. It's raining for the night. So we huh. had ponchos. No, we took the Skyliner. There, Wait, you took you wore ponchos? No, we brought ponchos. Oh, for the love of. We had to because it's like a full downpour, not yeah. like a, a heavy rain. It's like a downpour. What? What? Rain on my head? I don't care. Like so. Uh, we ponchoed up and we were walking to the Skyliner station. At which point they're like, "Oh, the Skyliner can't run now." That is true. It can't. There's lightning. So I'm like, "Oh, okay." Um, How do you get back? What should we do? And they're like, "Go over to the boardwalk." Mind you, they're telling us this in a downpour. Shh. Yeah. Go over to the boardwalk. I'm like, okay. There is a Skyliner. I can't remember what they called it. Uh, bus, basically. Okay. That will take you to your hotel. Oh, how how like how that is awesome. Like it is kind of awesome. Super clever. Okay, kind of awesome. So Walking through off, why it's kind of awesome. We're all walking now. So this whole group now is walking towards boardwalk. Now I know after seeing at Beach Club so many times that you are going towards the beach club and hanging a left over the bridge. Okay. A, a whole bunch of this group just kept walking towards beach club. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, <laughs> what can we do? Right. We go over to boardwalk. There's no signs or anything that say how to get there. <laughs> I've never been in boardwalk before. Right. You've never been to the boardwalk. I mean, I have, but I haven't been to their bus stop. Okay. So I'm now walking through this resort trying to find their bus stop. In the pouring rain. Right. It's crazy. So we get to this bus stop area and there's other people there. And there's almost a mini fight breaking out between other Skyliner guests and some boardwalk guests who are like, you're in the wrong place. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure we're not. So my wife just jumps offline, walks up to a bus, like down a little bit. That's not even at our bus stop yet. And she's like, should I look at her from like distance? And she just like puts her hand up and I'm like, okay, let's go. We walk over there. This guy's like, yeah, this is the bus. Okay. So, so, good, so good in concept, but like not great in execution. Right. As they listen, let's go under the premise that the Skyliner doesn't work when there's like lightning and like heavy rain. Right. Awesome. We need some signage out. Someone needs to go put just some folding board signage to say, Hey, come this way for this because there have to be people who walked around having no idea where they were going. And people that were staying at the boardwalk were fighting with Skyliner people? There was one lady who insisted she was a cast member on top of everything else. It was a little weird. Okay. Um, but I'll put that behind me. Right. So we get into this bus. Now, they're only seating how many people on the bus. You know, there's no oh, more Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not so doing much of that. we get right on the bus. They assign us our number. We're in the back. They are then going to the four resorts that the skyliner covers right of course the resort i want to go to is last because that's how it always works right right? yeah yeah. i don't care i'm just happy to be going home uh it does work out we get off i i the last second i realized oh let's not get off at caribbean beach let's get off at the riviera okay because we're so close yeah that makes a lot of sense so we did that it all worked out perfect if you got off a caribbean beach you'd have to go all the way around all the different bus stops Right. Well, no, it just it doesn't do that. That that Skyliner bus drops you off at the Skyliner station. Oh, okay. They're not going to all the stops. Okay. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So we got off Riviera, walked home. It was great. Let me tell you, this was the only bus we rode the entire trip. Interesting. Okay. Which is weird. But well, great. you had your car. Right. Okay. And the car came in amazing handiness. I, dude, have I not been saying this for five years? That, like, having right. the car is such a game changer. 
No, 100% right. Like, we all love the Disney transportation and all, but, like, at the end of the night, when it's a choice between waiting an hour and a half for a bus or getting right to your car and leaving, like, there's no... No, you're right. Okay, so day two, we're going to studios, and this is a big day. Right. Right? Very excited about going to Galaxy's Edge. Right. Because, so, because it's time for Rise of the Resistance. Right. So we get up early... And we head over to the Skyliner. Now, this time, we're going to the Caribbean Beach Station. Wait, so it was the 7 a.m. thing not in play yet? No. Not in play. So we go over there. We get on this massive line, which is not moving because the Skyliner is not going to start until about an hour before park opening. Okay. Park opening was 10. So we were there pretty early. Um, eventually, the line starts moving. We get, The Skyliner was the longest line we had to wait on, but... Granted, listen, we're waiting on a line that's not moving yet. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I understand. So we Skyliner over to studios. Fantastic. I can't speak highly enough about that, um, the Skyliner. Mm-hmm. Get to studios. There's no line because they've let everybody in. Right. So kind of confirmed at this point, every park's letting people in. There is no like, hey, everybody wait outside until this time. Yeah, like, no, they're not, they are not doing that. Right. So we go like, in. You, you can you can get in, but you can't. Like nothing's open. You like just a couple of the shops yeah. I think are open, and like the Starbucks. Right. So we go in and head over to Galaxy's Edge, jump on uh, Smuggler's Run. Okay, fantastic. Wait, wait, wait! You're not like the rides are running before you can. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Yep. I've seen it happen with Runaway Railway, but I've never seen it happen with other rides. Oh, let me just say this, too, by the way. we did, I was like, hey, let's head over there really early. So we jumped in the car at like 8 o'clock, not even 8, maybe 30, and drove over to studios to see if they'd like let us park or something. No, they're turning everybody away. So I'm like, all right, let's just go back and jump on the Skyliner like line. Oh, yeah, so they, they, they're they they're big with that. Like, they don't let you like wait at the toll booth. Right. So... We jumped, Heather dropped us off right at the Skyliner. She went and parked a car and then walked over and met us there. Okay. So we get in. Um, love Galaxy's Edge. I mean, of course. Who does? Again, as I just, it's everything I wanted. Um, shockingly, you know, empty. Not many people there. Even walking up, I don't know if I sent you the picture. Like, you know, when you're walking through, like, kind of that gateway into Galaxy's Edge, like, there's nobody in my picture. There's no, oh, there's that's nothing awesome. There. Yeah, it's kind of fun, you know. All right, so, so we walk in. But now, what time fun. is it when you get on Smuggler's Run? Oh, that's a great question. You know what? Because how much time? Because I would not have. Because like, there have been a couple times where the people are like, "Oh, let's get online for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway," at like, you know, nine fifty, and I'm like, absolutely not, because once ten o'clock hits, I need to be on the app, and I don't want to be inside of a of a show building. Right. Or, or God forbid, on the ride. I'm going to tell you because these pictures I take on my handy dandy iPhone are like time, time stamped. stamped. Right? Okay. All right. Let's see. Oh, so here's me on the queue. Nine nineteen. Nine nineteen. Okay. So, you, so you've got like 45 minutes before this, right? And this park's supposed to open at 10. Yes. Okay. So, All right. So, complaint withdrawn. So we rode that. Super fun. Um. And then I wanted to go to Doc Ondar's because I had a laundry list of things to buy. Okay. What, 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 what's on your list here? Well, so, I mean, I had friends who wanted lightsabers. And for me, the night before, Ethan's like, hey, did you see that they put 
Count Dooku's lightsaber in the display case at Doc Ondar's, but it's not for sale yet. So I'm like, oh, interesting. I'm like, that's kind of, I would almost rather not see it because that's one I definitely want. Yeah, of course. Right. It's the coolest lightsaber. So we roll in there and I'm going to buy about a dozen lightsabers, right? For various people. Right. So I'm like, wow, that Count Dooku lightsaber? I'm like, that's really cool. The guy just pops it out, puts it in my hand. I'm like, oh, can I not buy this yet? He's like, no, you can buy it. He's like, as of today. I'm like, okay, sold. I'll take a couple of these. A couple of these. Ethan wanted one also. Ethan was going to get Kylo Ren, but then couldn't resist that awesome. That Dooku lightsaber. Yeah, Kylo Ren. Um, So uh, that all went off without a hitch for the most part, right? Okay. I mailed a whole bunch of stuff back to my home world on New Jersey. <laughs> you were able to, so they were like, oh, the first order. Right. <laughs> you, you, know, you know, they're shutting down shipments from. Uh... <laughs> so that went off pretty okay. So now we're getting closer to the 10 o'clock <laughs> time. I still love that they wouldn't ship your thing. <laughs> Oh, it's great. They wouldn't break character. It's like the episode of South Park where they're at like the colonial village and the, the terrorists take it over and they won't break character. All right, oh. continue. So uh we hang out until ten o'clock. We do our rise of resistance. We don't get it. Heartbreaker. You texted yeah. me right after this happened. Super bummed. And you were I I got I got it was a text, but I could feel the emotion yeah. behind the words like it was now i will say bad. heather and i both tried to do it uh-huh and later on we're told by a cast member lead don't do that just have really? one person now listen who knows if they're just every time that I, i've gotten it it's been with two people trying to get it right well uh, my friends too yeah but they were like you know just one of you try it that's definitely why you didn't get on i'm like okay you're just taking whatever i'm telling you I did, and saying that's the reason why we didn't get on, yeah, but that's 100% cool. not why you didn't get on. <laughs> so we didn't get on, <sighs> which my wife was like not thrilled about. I'm, yeah, listen, I would assume. How are the kids with no it? No one's thrilled, right? We still have a chance at 2 o'clock. We're still going on the last day also. Were the kids like livid? Ethan was upset, but I mean, I, I have been prepping them that this is like a possibility. Like right. you can't just, right? you know, so... We're talking to this lead, and he's like, listen, we have a ride that, like, not everyone in the park can get on. That's never going to change. Like, it's always going to be like that. And never. I'm like, okay. You, you think it's never going to change? I don't. How can they ever have capacity be big enough to fit everyone in the park on that ride? That's true. I do think that's crazy. So he then is like, well, listen, in a couple days, it was actually the next day. He's like, starting tomorrow, we're switching over to... 7 a.m. And I'm like, oh, no, I know about this. I'm like, so I can be like this disappointed in my hotel room. Right. And he's like, and this is when I realized what this is all about. This isn't an opportunity for people. This is an opportunity for Disney to have less people show up at studios, which Uh, is what they want. That's 100% it. So he's like, and it's also so that like, if you don't get it, you can switch your reservation to another park. If you don't want to go to studios that day, it's also so that like when you, when when you get your so if you have to get there at 10 a.m to make your reservation but your reservation isn't until 6 p.m that night you're not like in the park all day like they're trying to to keep people out as weird as that no sounds. that's exactly it so he's like listen if you don't get it you can then go go to a different park that day you don't have to do this now for someone like me who plans out meal reservations and 
still a bit harder to kind of just do that. Correct. Not getting those reservations later on. Yeah. And what happens to me canceling my reservation within a 24-hour window if I want to switch parks? There's a trick to that. No, I'll okay. tell you. Well, it wasn't necessary. <laughs> so, um, I will say though this though that lead put us on Mickey and Minnie's with no wait. That's awesome. All right. Like, so, first impressions of Mickey and Minnie's Railway Railway. Uh, we pretty much walked from that lead to Mickey and Minnie's, where they put us on this like weird line on the side, but that everyone knows about. Right. That they then like scanned our magic bands, and we got to go through. Uh, I enjoyed it. It's good, right? It's cute. It is good, and it's cute. The The pre-show for it was wonderful, but they're not, they're not playing it because of COVID. Right. Well, I wouldn't have seen that anyway. We went in some other weird line. Oh, okay. Um, I liked it. Listen, I understand that Great Movie Ride was extremely outdated yes. and holds a dear place in my heart. Yeah. If I went to Disney next year and Mickey and Minnie's was like a two-hour wait and I couldn't go on it, would I be crushed? Nope. Yeah. I'm with you on this. I liked it a lot. I think it's really fun. It's not like, oh, man, we got to ride that again. Well, and it's nice that Mickey has a a ride now. Like, Mickey has never had a ride. Right. Totally love the idea. Even Mickey's PhilharMagic is a Donald show. Right. And I like the fact that so many people are on board on that line. Because that line is crazy all day long. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thrilled that people are on that line because they're not on lines for everything else. You know? Right. But, but I mean, it's pretty it is pretty impressive, though, like when you're in like the jungle area and then you go into the little room where you're going down the waterfall and then you turn back into yeah. the jungle room and it's suddenly underwater. Yeah, like, no, it's great. It's, it's a technological te- marvel. Yes, it is a marvel. I love and I do enjoy it. Me too. It, it really fun. does feel I mean, like you're in a cartoon. Yeah, it does. I mean, it is. It succeeds in what it wanted to accomplish. Yeah. <clears throat> but and I do love those Mickey shorts. Me too. I like the animation style. Yeah. Uh, no, I liked it a lot. Yep. All right. So what else? So I'm sure we walked back in the Galaxy's Edge like five times because I pretty much kept going. I had to build lightsabers. I had to build a droid. Right. There was like a lot of stuff going on that day as far right. as Star Wars merchandise goes. Right. And, and how are the Muppets? Uh, we did the Muppets. All right. Here we go. That, very nice. We we did the Muppets, and the Muppets never disappoints. No. You know, I've never done that, and I'm like, oh, man. Which I hadn't I done. Just, let me check my phone. I've never done that. Right. I'm always engaged. Yeah. As now, listen, there were people who, like, stopped in the middle of the row and sat down. Right. You can't really do that right now. No. Because they're only operating X amount of rows. You right. kind of do and and those rows are separated into groups of four. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I ended up with pretty choice seats, but like I could see cast members like not knowing what to do as people weren't moving down and more people were coming in. Right. Uh but the show itself never disappoints. Love it. Yep. Absolutely love it. it you know, it's fun too for someone who takes a lot of pictures to walk around these areas. And there's no one in your picture. Like, I got pictures of, like, you know, the Muppet Theater with, like, no one in front of it. Right. Zero people. I mean, yeah. fountain, theater, no one's there. Yes, it's crazy. That, that is that is a crazy awesome moment. So I do love, I like taking pictures. So I, it is funny how many things you got to, like, you know, snap a pic of that, like, there's just no one even on this street that we're in front of, you Absolutely. know? Um, we went to Sci-Fi for dinner. Okay, what we what what'd you get there? 
Uh, what did I get there? I think I went with a burger. Burgers are there, are, are solid there. So yeah, I was in a burger mood. So went burger. Love sci-fi as always. Mm-hmm. Trying to think what else we did that day. What else did we get accomplished there? Did you try out ABC Commissary like you said you were gonna? We did not. Uh, so the my counter service meal that day, which my wife really loves, Backlot Express. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I get it. Backlot Express is pretty good. She does love Backlot Express. So I think it's funny how you have to mobile order. Yeah. So tell me how you found this. Like, because I, I love this. I think this is. Okay. I think this is. I like, like it too. This I is one of those things order. that I'm like, this should never go away. Yeah, I enjoy mobile order. I mobile order at home all the time. Um, so I like the idea of mobile ordering. I just think it's funny that you have to mobile order. Well, right now you have to, yeah, because they don't want you crowding the inside of the restaurant with you know being in line. Right, but I mean, it's so weird. Like, there has to be some like grandma here who doesn't really know how that system works. Yeah, but I mean, that's what the cast members are kind of there for too. I'm, right. I'm sure. Like, um, but yeah, like I mean, like, is there? Do you think there's anybody that goes there that just doesn't like have a cell phone? I, I, I thought about that age. too. I think if there is, man, it's like once in a blue moon, right? I mean, come on. You can't not have a cell phone. And theoretically, you could still eat. There's tons of carts that have food and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Not what you want to eat, but. So we went there and got lunch, which was okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's crazy how they have, you know, because all those soda machines are self-serve machines. Right. So they are basically, you're paying for your food and you're carrying your food away. And then you go over to these self-serve soda machines where they have it blocked off with tables they have a cast member back there who is filling sodas. So yes. you just tell him whatever you need and he gives them to you and you just take them back to your table. Yep. So it worked out. It was efficient. Yeah. It was quick. I, as someone who likes counter service in Disney, I do like the fact that you're only going in there and sitting down at a table if you've placed an order. Yes, me too. I mean, we've all been to, to you know, counter service places on peak days when there's like no tables to be had. Right. You know, so and they help and they help nice. you find a table now too. Like, there's usually a cast member that'll be like, "Oh, there's a table over yes. here." Like, now they didn't when we went there, but we also went there very early. We had uh-huh. an early lunch that day, so I think it was so early there there wasn't a problem with tables. What'd you get there? Hmm, what did I get there? Also, any good snacks on this day? Well, the first day I had tons of snacks. I did skip over the kakigori and the ice cream macaron and the German pretzel. Oh, you did all that? Yeah. Good, um good. didn't go crazy we just kind of shared them all you know what i mean yeah yeah of course it has like a crazy snack wish list um i don't even remember what i got there for lunch that's terrible right yeah possibly another burger possibly possibly so we did that i mean this day was kind of marred a little bit by not getting on rise yes at 10 or 2 i'm not gonna lie yeah but i tried to not let it like you know dominate my day right we didn't much in toy story land we did ride the um you know the lgm's ride i can't remember what its actual name is lgm's ride yeah the the oh 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 uh, uh, yeah the um why am i not remembering it now aliens rolling saucers yeah what kind of experts are we we're terrible right um um i did ride that which i do love um Slinky Dog had a pretty long wait, and honestly, it has been getting up there lately. Yeah, 
Right. So, and it's so funny. These lines are so long because of the social distancing that they are stretching like the length of the land pretty much. Yes. I yeah, mean, like that Slinky, Slinky Dong, Slinky that Dong, line was yeah. so long. We like left Galaxy's Edge and I'm like, what is this? Oh, that's the Slinky Dog line. I'm like, oh, interesting. Yeah, like you're you're walking in by like, you know, where that Incredibles area is and the line is sometimes there. Yep. So. We did get the magic shot with the child from Mandalorian. Oh, fantastic. So that was exciting. I also got a, I'm not a popcorn bucket guy. Okay, I could see that. I don't know. I don't really get the popcorn buckets. I but you do you get do the it. popcorn. That's true. So my daughter loves popcorn in Disney, specifically studios, because I feel like there's a lot of it in studios. There is. So I had wanted this popcorn <clears throat> bucket that is a cauldron. Oh, Have yeah, I saw that. One? They make it in three colors. Orange, which is you think I would want because I love orange, Duh. green, and purple. But I thought the purple looked the best. It looks the spookiest, yeah. Right, and that's what I liked. So, but I wasn't going to get it, you know, unless I saw the purple one and they had the purple one in the studio. So, so now this is still like Halloween time, right? Like they haven't turned over for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> As a matter of fact, oh, they still had a lot of the Halloween magic shots. Okay. So I'm like, oh, it's like pictures of us with like a cauldron, like bubbling. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. But they were starting to put out like Christmas decorations. Okay. So the first day I was at the studios, they had the decorations around like where Gertie is. Right. But they didn't have the tree up. Okay. So whatever like that a, is. Even without Rise of the Resistance, this sounds like a pretty complete and awesome Hollywood Studios day. Well, that's the thing. So now I'm on day two, right? I'm wrapping up day two, and I'm literally thinking to myself, like, if it wasn't for, you know, thank God in a way we, we tacked Universal onto this trip because you're getting everything you want to do in these days done in one day. Well, yeah, because you're forced. You, you can't park hop. Right. And I mean, easily, like the lines aren't staggering. You're kind of getting everything done. Like by, by me making some of these dinners later, anticipating my kids wanting to get a snack, I'm <laughs> almost forcing us to stay in the parks mm-hmm. longer than we probably would have to. Right. So that's day two. Day three, we went to Magic Kingdom. Okay. So now is this uh, still Halloween Magic Kingdom or is this Christmas Magic Kingdom now? Uh, it's kind of the in-between. The Halloween stuff is down. Um, and, uh, you know, Christmas stuff was up. I feel like the tree was up the next day. Like the yeah, tree the was tree up was November up. 1st. The tree was up. And they had all the decorations on Main Street. Yes. Oh, so beautiful this year. Like they really went all out this year, I feel like. Well, it's just funny because, you know, we all kind of like need it in a way. Yeah. So kind of turning that corner and like the castle. We were kind of more fixated on the castle just because this is the first time. Oh, with the new coloring. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I of think the it new looks color? okay. I think it looks great. I love it. I mean, do I prefer it the old way? I probably do. Okay. But that could just be, you know, resistance to change. Right. I just think it does look an awful lot like the Disneyland castle. I think that was kind of the point, though, wasn't it? To like make you know, them kind of uniform with one another. Why would you want it uniform? I don't know. I don't quite get it, but I'm all right with it. Yeah. It's not like it looks bad. It's not a giant birthday cake. <laughs> You know, no, could you imagine? Um, but the um, you know, I, I the only thing I wish they were doing differently with Christmas is I wish they were doing the snow on Main Street, yeah, like that would be really nice to do throughout the day. I will say, so we had actually gone to breakfast that morning at Chef Mickey's, okay, 
So we got there early. We drove over to the Contemporary. And we oh, okay. So, so then you could park at the Contemporary and walk over. Right. That's Perfect. what we did. We drove, parked at Contemporary, had breakfast at Chef Mickey's. It's okay. Is it still no a buffet care. or is it like no. family style? Family style. It's all right. All right. Um, it's a Disney breakfast. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know. Yeah. I was happy to have a breakfast. You know, it's kind of a staple of our trip. Yeah. So we had a good time there. We walked over to Magic Kingdom. Everyone was in already. But the park opened at 9, and we were getting there after 9. So I wasn't expecting it to be any different. Um, walked in. It was cool seeing the castle. The princesses were at the train station. Like, oh, waving everybody. Great. Like that. I, I think those subtle touches they're doing are the biggest things that they're doing. I don't. I know it sounds dumb. I just think it's very, like... Cavalcades are awesome, dude. I like yeah. them. Yeah, they're neat. I, I honestly wish... See, for me, as someone who doesn't love parades, and I don't love the spectacle of a parade, like, oh, I gotta stand here for X amount of minutes. Yeah. These, like, rolling characters out in these mini parades, pretty much, is awesome. They're unplanned. Yeah. You don't know who it's going to be. It just We saw, just like, happens. Disney Junior characters. We saw, like, that one that has, like, Mickey, Minnie, Donald on it. Uh, I... Did the, Disney like Juniors, cool did, the, did the Disney Junior song stuck, get stuck in your head for the rest of the it day? It did. It's unbelievable. Like, it's a Disney Junior party, all right. And we're gonna have a wonderful night. There you go. It's in your head for the rest of the day. Dude, I was singing it, like, maybe three days ago. I was like, <laughs> oh. It's terrible. It's like the catchiest song in the world. And, and at, like, a, a serious volume. Oh, yeah. Totally. But yeah, no, the cavalcades are amazing. So no, they were doing the Christmas. They weren't doing the Halloween ones still. They were doing the Christmas ones at this point, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. So you didn't see like Jack and Sally with Oogie Boogie then? No, I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, that one I saw during Halloween. Um, but yeah, no, I like the Christmas ones. They, um, they had um, uh, Santa Claus with the reindeer there yesterday. I was just there yesterday with Morty. Oh, nice. So I uh, got to experience the Christmas yesterday. So let me tell you two big takeaways from going to Magic Kingdom. Okay. Number one, and they're both time related, Peter Pan, all day long, 20-minute wait. Oh, interesting. That 20-minute wait, not really 20 minutes. At first, I'm like, oh, this is a morning thing. No, all day. And the other one, Space Mountain, where the line is outside of Space Mountain, 15 minutes. Yeah, my friend Nick and I went on Space Mountain uh, just the other day, and like we literally walked, like it said like twenty minutes, and we were like, "Oh, cool!" We walked on. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was amazed at like at how short that was. I mean, and this is part of the reason why I wanted to go. I wanted to see what this the, the line stuff was like. My friend, know? my friend was like, "Oh, do people not remember that this is back here? Because we just waited forty five minutes for Jingle Cruise." So right. So what kind of lunch does one have on this special, magical, kingdomy Mandel family day? Well, in the 2020 vacation, uh, when you're trying to put important things in, you can't not see, uh, you know, our main man from Unork City, is it? Oh, well, yeah, of course. Unork City on the planet Zork? Right. How do you not remember that? I know. So you went to Cosmic Rays? Of course. Now, the real reason we went to Cosmic Rays, my son desperately wanted to have one of these Cheshire cattails. Have you ever seen these things? Yes, and I have always wanted to try one, but I never have, but the Cheshire Cafe is closed. 
Right. And the last time we went, it was closed also. And we went there for the Halloween party. And he's like, I'm getting one of these. No, it's closed. Yeah. Like, I've been you know, dying by the way, to get one of those. And they sell coffee at that place, too. So I want to get like that and a cup of coffee together. Really weird, though. We walked by there and the sign is actually painted on there that they're not open anymore. I'm like, oh, they're really closed. Yeah. <laughs> When they paint on that we're not open anymore, right. you know, like, oh, okay, yeah, they're not going to be there for a while. I'm going to be really sad if I never get a Cheshire Cattail. All right, so he wants a Cheshire Cattail. Cheshire Cafe is closed. Yeah, but they have them now there, Cosmic Rays. Oh, do they? Yes, that's where they moved it to. Okay. That's not so a, we were yeah. able to get our lunch, and we got one of those. And I got to tell you, it was really good. Now, my wife thinks that the pink and purple icing looks gross, and she wouldn't even try a bite. Uh, no, it's it's magically delicious. Is it like flaky pastry or yeah, kind of like a croissant? Oh my, because I always thought it looked kind of croissanty. It does. I mean, it's a little bit a little bit more dense than a croissant. A croissant's so airy, but you know, yeah, it was awesome. My my dog is like up on me right now. You can see like he... it's the beard. Yeah. Um. He. <laughs> so f- full disclosure, folks. Like before we started talking about this lunch. Uh, we were recording in the morning, and we we hit the point where Pete had to open the store, so we had to stop. And now it's six forty seven p.m. and we're yeah, continuing. Yeah, we fast forwarded to nighttime. I really, I would love to see like if people can like pinpoint when it happened. Like, like oh, did we? Because because I was actually kind of marveling at it when we came back. I'm like, oh, this sounds like we never stopped. Right. That in but, fact, you did just tell them. Well, yeah, that's true. All right. Well, th- well, that that you know that wonderment is gone. Uh, okay. Right, so that's my counter service. That's lunch. your counter service lunch. Yeah. Dinner was Liberty Tree. Okay. All right. Now I'm here's the irony. We finished that. everything in this park so early. We pretty much sat by the actual Liberty Tree for like 45 minutes while we just kind of like waited to like go in and eat because we'd kind of done everything and everyone was a little pooped. So yeah, I get that. All right, Liberty Tree, I'm going to tell you, and you know, the standard fare at Liberty Tree, you know what you get. It, I've also recently great. eaten here, so we can kind of like contrast and compare a little bit. I'm going to tell you the one disappointing thing about it. Okay. So, because they have social distancing amongst tables and such, right? they sat us in the, what is it, is it the Golden Horseshoe? No! Yes! And the Golden Horseshoe Diamond is like Horseshoe. Eating- diamond horseshoe is like eating in a cafeteria yeah oh oh buddy i am so sorry that that happened yeah, so no one was happy about that listen i'm laid back on vacation i, I know care. you literally had a tray of awesome. dirty dishes spilled on you and you were like ah, yeah. it's all right i'm in disney i don't care i'm so happy to be there but my wife was a little bummed out by i don't know if kids even care about stuff like that but so that was a little bit of a bummer okay but you know other than that it was fantastic I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with that meal. The turkey, the stuffing, the pot roast. Oh, the pot roast. Yeah, it's so good. You mix the pot roast with the mac and cheese to make yourself a little pot roast mac and cheese. And my kids don't really like stuffing. Okay, and you don't really like cheese. So I assume right, so you I'm... ate all the stuffing and they ate all the mac and cheese. It works out beautifully. Yeah. I granted, they'll bring you more of whatever you want. Well, but... yeah, I mean, it's a bottomless tray. But now, like... So did you make sure to like save room for the ooey gooey toffee cake? I did, um, which is good. But again, man, you eat so much on these park days. Yeah. It is just it's almost overwhelming. Yeah, like that was my biggest fear when we were there. I'm like, oh no, I'm enjoying 
all of this so much that I might overdo it and not be able to withstand the power of the ooey gooey toffee cake. Right. It it is really good. It's so I good. did get it with no we got sauces on the side. Interesting. Okay. I'm not a huge chocolate sauce fan. It sometimes can be overwhelming if you just start putting a ton of sauces on. Yes. So they were like, cool, no problem. We'll bring all the sauces on the side and you can just apply them however you want. I'm like, ah. awesome. Like my wife does not love caramel sauce. Okay. I'm like this worked out great because everyone kind of was able to customize their own portion. Okay. Now, was this a was this an evening post-dinner where there was a castle... Uh, you know, light up spectacular. No, as a matter of fact, that we had a six o'clock reservation. The park closed at seven. We walked out of there and it was fairly dead. Yeah, that makes sense. I pretty, I did the same thing last time I was there. It was a later reservation and kind of walked out while the park was empty. It was, it was weird in a way. It was cool because I got to take some pictures of the castle and they did. I was nervous because it was after seven. Not nervous I couldn't get out, but I was like, oh man, I would have loved to have some like photo pass photographers around. Yeah. They were still there. Oh yeah, they'll still be there. I oh, mean, let's, and let's say you couldn't get out. What's the worst thing that happens to you at that point? Oh no, I'm trapped right. in the Magic Kingdom yeah, that'd all be night. Great. Uh, even like, um, if you are trapped you can... in the Magic Kingdom all night, what do you do? Because obviously, like, you can't like go on rides and stuff, but. Right. I mean, for me, like, I think I would just explore everything backstage and like go down in the tunnels and stuff. Yeah, of course. But that would probably be locked. Well, I mean, they've, I'm assuming there's someone in the Magic Kingdom at all times. I don't know about that. It would just be like you, you think and, that you there's and, like hours that there's nobody there. Maybe I think it would just be like you and an army of feral cats. Hmm, interesting. I know it's a Disneyland thing, but I've heard that it happens in Disney World too. Um, Oh, man. Oh, I mean, I know what I would do. Hi, little humans. Morty Monster here in the dead of night. Like, that would be, you know, quite the Morty Monster series of videos. Like, do they leave, like, the castle lit up? I believe they do, yes. Because at any point in time at night, if you're walking at, like, like, if you have a castle view room at the Contemporary, anytime you look out at that castle, it's lit up. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I would like to go... Um... If if honestly, if there's legit no one there, and let's even if I couldn't get in the building, I would want to go and like hop the fence into like the graveyard at Haunted Mansion. Oh, totally. Yeah, that'd be really cool. So that'd be really, really cool. All right. Well, uh, all right. So we're leaving, uh, hopping back. And so you get back, you walk back to the contemporary, hop in your car, and head on back to. Um, so now, do you do like the pool at this point, or are you just you going know, right I, back? It's and... funny. I was pretty much assuming everyone was going to be really like dead because mm-hmm. I usually have a little bit of energy, and everyone else is like, "Nah, let's just go back to the room." But I guess maybe sitting down for a little bit, everyone's still had energy. We actually did a quick trip to Springs. Oh, okay. Where like I got said, I I don't know if I, I don't remember if I texted you that night, but the parking lot is like pure joy. Explain. Well, it gives you nice little illuminated things for like which spots are open in the parking oh oh lot. yeah I've told you about this before the parking garage with like I get it but until you experience it you're like yeah. wow so what Pete's talking about is in the parking garage there are lights above the um so at the beginning of every row it'll give you a number of available spaces that are open and then as you go down if you see a green light above a space like down further that space is open there's nothing there sometimes this like sometimes it glitches out like if there's like a motorcycle there or something like that sometimes it doesn't pick it up but yeah for the most part i mean it is the best parking garage experience you could ever hope for 
And honestly, we probably drove down like eight or 10 rows too much because I didn't even put it together. I'm like, where are these numbers? Yeah. What's going on? And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is the greatest parking lot ever made. It's funny because I've talked about this so many times and you clearly have tuned it out because you're like, this doesn't apply to me. Right. Well, I don't even think about bringing that information with me because I right. didn't really think about it. You yeah. Know? Like you've never driven to Springs before. It, right. Yeah. No, it is such a genuine pleasure to park there. Like, it is the most non-stressful parking experience. And, I mean, that's the one thing about Disney is it is always a non-stressful parking experience. Because even when you're parking at the parks, they're waving you to the spot exactly where you're going to go. Yeah, it's great. And you know, the great thing about that is that they keep track of what row at the parks they're parking people in at, at a specific time. So if you're like, I don't remember where I parked. Well, what time did you get here? I got here at about 1.15 p.m. Okay, we were parking in... Scar 113 at that point in time. So that's where you are. I have heard that. I mean, I think I haven't needed it, but that is a very handy thing. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I, but, you know, did you guys, like, did you miss the, the fact that the parking tram wasn't there? Um, Not really. So what did you do at the Springs? Did you go over to World of Disney and that kind of stuff? Yeah, World of Disney was a little bit of a wait, but we eventually did it. Oh, there was a wait for it. Oh, yeah. Same thing. I wanted to go in the Lego store because they have the uh, the child from the Mandalorian out. Okay. Have you seen that? They have a Lego baby Yoda? Yeah. So the entrance. Now, you know, that's the other thing. All these stores only have one entrance now. Uh-huh. They may have multiple exits, but only one door you can go through. So you got to get on the line. Mm-hmm. And right there in that kind of foyer, that first room, they have with a Mandalorian backdrop, a baby Yoda in his little. Oh, fantastic. It's very cool. So I wanted to get pictures of that. Yeah. And then we went in. Okay. It is funny. My son, he really likes, there used to be a um, cookie dough food truck. Yes. There's not anymore. So we went there and he's like, I got to go to the cookie dough food truck. I love that thing. Mind you, all my kid did for the first couple of days was like, get all these like snacks he wanted to try. Whatever. We're on vacation. I'm cool with it. So we go there and it's not there. (laughs) And he's so mad. Like, how could they do this to me? And I'm like, dude, you are so funny. I'm like, are you like listening to yourself? Like that food truck probably went out of business. No, no. The food truck. Last time I was there, it was there. I think it just at a certain point of day, they they take it out. That could be true. Or it might just not have been there that day, but I am pretty sure that that still exists. Well, I hope it's there. The other food trucks were there, but not that one. Okay. Like the hot dog food Uh, truck. I just thought it was so funny. He was being like so indignant about it. I'm like, you need to listen to what you're saying right now. I went to the mac and cheese food truck on the night that Avengers Endgame came out. And um, I I just remember like sitting there in like my Thanos hoodie with my Infinity Gauntlet eating a lobster mac and cheese. Oh, that's so good. It's just just, one of those memories that just kind of sticks to you. And they were playing. Everybody was cosplaying and they were playing the Avengers like soundtrack throughout all of Disney Springs. I mean, like if you were down by Once Upon a Toy, they were playing right. the Avengers soundtrack. It wasn't cool. just in the movie theater area. Yeah. Oh, so did pretty... you so did you grab any snacks while you were there? I don't believe so. I I think we went to um is it Goofy's Candy, candy Company? Can't what it is. We went there. Abby wanted to get some like candy. Okay. Um there's one thing that? that I always recommend to people in Disney Springs that nobody really knows is there, and it's gelati, not gelato. Because there's a really good gelato place there. But gelati is Italian ice or water ice, depending on where you're from, uh, and soft serve ice cream. Interesting. That is, it's fantastic, and I highly recommend it. Hmm. 
All right, next time. Yeah, or S'mores Crepe over at Aristocrapes. So that so is that was... messy. Oh, yeah, that that sounds like a fork yeah. and knife. That is, oh, it's a total fork and knife thing. Yeah. So that was my Magic Kingdom day. Next day, we got up early and went to Animal Kingdom. Okay, Animal Kingdom day. We drove. Of course, as you do. Uh, we went early. Uh, my father-in-law and brother-in-law happened to be in Florida for actually for a while. Okay. So they met us there and did our Animal Kingdom day with us. I will say this is this is the 2020 takeaway. And um, by the way, my favorite days were actually Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. Oh, Just interesting. The kingdom got so much done in those parks. Oh yeah. Really, anything you wanted to do, Peter Pan, sure, go on it. Like anything you wanted, you could do. With Mine train. Ease. I didn't do mine train, but not because the line was too long. Just honestly, there wasn't like a super desire for anyone to go on it. And, you know, we'd rather ride like Haunted Mansion a couple times okay. and Pirates a couple times. Yeah, so that's okay. kind of the way we went. That makes sense. Um, what do you think about Haunted Mansion with the no stretching room? Well, as someone who's done it a million times, I'm fine with it. I know. But like, isn't, wasn't it kind of weird to just like walk through? Not really. All right. Not really. But I don't love being smushed in with people. I mean, I'll never, Ever. I'll, ne- I, I never loved that before, and I will certainly never love it again because I feel like this year has changed me. No, I, I totally get that. I, I am very uncomfortable with other people being around me. So, like, if Disney ever goes back to the fill in all available space kind of thing, I'm going to be really right. uncomfortable by it. It's funny. So, you know, when we walked through there, there was a big part of me that was like, oh, this is like so great. Mm-hmm. On top of the fact, I hate when people, um, fight for line position yeah there's a couple rides like this test track um haunted mansion like i get it just let people stay with their parties and all go together everyone's right. gotta like try and get in front and the way that haunted mansion's kind of set up now there's none of that you guys kind of just walk through to a line and it's, it's an awesome. omni mover you're not gonna wait it's you know you're gonna walk right on to it i know wasn't it a bummer with no people mover though yeah yeah, that's always bad. Yeah, that's always got to be a bummer. Um, all right, so Animal Kingdom Day, you're there early. Animal Kingdom, yeah. What are you doing got for breakfast on this day? I don't think we really ate breakfast. I think we had some, we had, no because we drove, we brought wow. stuff for in the room. Okay. Honestly, that Magic Kingdom Day was our only breakfast of the trip. All right. There's not a ton of breakfast options in Disney where, right so now. So where do you go first? Are you a, are you a to the safari first family or are you a to pandora first family we went to pandora first okay. my father-in-law loves flight of passage all right and how was the line for it uh so this is the takeaway this was about to tell you the line was so long it left pandora i've seen that before i was at the bathrooms i believe in harambe okay like, by, by like, festival of the lion king yes like yeah, over that way. That's that always the off, that, but that's so. always the way it is in the morning. I've been I've been on a line for this that was that long with no social distancing. Okay, well so this had social distancing and and I was like, "Hey guys, look, it says on the app like 55 minutes or something." I'm like, "We all want to do this. Let's just do it. Let's come down." Kevin, when I tell you we waited like I don't I want to say 15 minutes, but maybe it was 20 you <laughs> never stopped walking you yeah. just walked the entire time until i literally got to the point where they were like how many in your party like wow that line just moves yeah and i'm like sorry so this is the great takeaway these lines that are so long and look so daunting really they're perfect Shh, don't tell people that well i'm not going back anytime too soon so. <laughs> you're ruining it for me 
I will say I did go and wait for River Journey. Oof, that's not a fun cue. I know, but you know, I've only ridden it once and I wanted to do it a second time and kind of just enjoy it. And just enjoy the lack of story. I actually liked it a little bit more than when I wrote it the first time. Okay. But again, I probably was so downtrodden on it that I was like, oh, this ride. You know the, what I mean? The last time that I rode that ride, I waited forever in that miserable queue. And then at the end, the animatronic wasn't there. And it was like, oh. it was just so, when the animatronic's not there, when they're repairing it, she's just like on a screen. She's just like a character on a screen. Yep. And oh man, was that disappointing. Yeah, she is great. All right, so Pandora, you've you're, you've gone through Pandora. Now, is it like lunchtime yet? Are you going? To, are you doing a Satuli canteen? Yeah, we went to Satuli. Ethan was really bummed because he is pretty much a fish eater. Okay, and the fish bowl was not available. <gasps> oh no! What, what about the shrimp? Yeah, the shrimp is like a like um, There's I not... believe it's like a Thai spice shrimp. They don't give you a lot of it either, right? So he was a little bummed out. Mine was great. I went with the sliced beef over the potato hash. Yeah. Um, mine was great. Uh, Abby Abby loves that uh, kid's meal hot dog that's wrapped in the pastry. Yeah, that is really good. And, I've gotten that before. And I tried to tell Ethan to get that. I'm like, dude, just get this. I know you're 15. Trust me, no one's like, oh, this kid's eating kid's meal. Like, I'm like, it'll be I'm, fine. I'm 35, and I've right. had it. So, and then he was bummed out. So he didn't love that meal, but... It did all work out. Um, was really cool. Good. All right. I mean, other than that, so we rode the we rode Safari, of course. Did you encounter the baby rhino? Did not. <sighs> I know. I'm very disappointed by that. Still enjoyed it though. I need to. I haven't seen the baby rhino yet. I need a firsthand accounting of it because I need to know if I can take it in a fight. Hmm. Interesting. I'm gonna say no, but who knows. <laughs> Really, you're doubting my. It's a baby rhino. Come on, it's like a freshly. A, it's like freshly a baby. Well, I mean, but how many miles a day do you think that rhino walks? I do four. I know. That's what I'm saying. How many do you think that one does? <laughs> so you think the rhino is training harder than me for this fight? Yep. Well, now I'm gonna up my training. I mean, you know, much like you said when I wanted to fight the baby hippo, I feel like every day that I don't fight the baby rhino, my chances get less. Right. Um. So many. Did you see any baby animals? Any baby giraffes? Any like? Did you see Not baby really. elephant? There's a baby mandrel right now. I didn't see any of the good babies, but okay. there were a lot of animals, so that's always a bonus. Right. Have you been watching the um, <clears throat> the the magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom on uh, Disney Plus? I haven't. I've seen like highlights here and there, but I'm excited to sit down and really take it in. I was excited for you to like for you guys to like watch it as a family and then like go on the safari and like see the specific animals that like are in it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, if anyone has done that, let me know because like I do it like I'm like, Oh, there's the gorillas. I know them. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, did you do gorilla falls? Nope. It's kind of always my go-to like right when I get off the safari, I'm on this animal high and I'm like, bing right into gorilla falls. So I will say that the ride vehicles for safari also have, it's not plexiglass, but it is a yeah. plastic barrier that separates you in the other rows. Yes. Similar to um, Living with, with the Land. land. You, if, if you're sitting on the end, you can kind of see. If not, it does get a little wonky. I would agree with that, yes. Yeah. Whatever. We survived. Yep. 100%. What's your favorite animal on the safari? 
I mean, the the elephants are always the big reveal. Yeah, you know? I love the elephants. They're, they're but the as a rhino like... guy, you know, rhinos are my favorite. Are you a rhino guy? Yeah, it's my favorite animal. All right. That's cool. Yep. I like in rhinos. They're called a crash when they're together. I know, right? Yep. Rhyhorn, like... my Did... favorite Pokemon. What about Rocksteady? I love Rocksteady. Big, even when he was played by WWE Sheamus? Maybe not. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not so much there. I'm a rhinoceros, I am. <laughs> oh, wait, no, he's Scottish. It's like, no, he's Irish. Oh, I'm a rhinoceros. Or, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's late at night. Uh, <laughs> they can't all be winners, folks. Um, okay, so anything else on so, this Animal Kingdom day? So the kids rode um, Everest, of course, with my in-laws. Okay. Uh, me and Heather were happy just to have 15 minutes just to hang out ourselves. Yes. Uh, we what, rode Dinosaur. Okay, so I haven't done Dinosaur since COVID. Okay. Is there just no pre-show? No, no pre-show. Okay, so you don't get the backstory when you go on it. So if you've never been on no, it before, you don't know anything about It's running. Or... Like, as you're walking through that line, it's on the screen. Okay. But yeah, you're in that You have to just for... kind of get the gist of it for in the five seconds that it takes you to walk it from might into the room. It might take five seconds. I don't know if it even takes five full seconds to cross that room. So. Okay. Yeah, so not not much going on there. Right. Okay. All right. So, so gotta look yeah, Dinosaur. Animal Kingdom. It is what it is. You yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent is what it is. Again, I thrilled getting. I I loved getting a whole bunch of pictures of things I want to get pictures of with no one around. And I really like the way they do the um, the character, uh, like barges on the water. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, the characters come through on boats in Animal Kingdom, not through like so. You know, you get like a boat with like Donald, Daisy, and Scrooge McDuck on it, and like that's yep. amazing. I, I thought that was really cool. I was but... mad that Launchpad wasn't piloting that boat. Yeah. So I did see Launchpad on one, though. Launchpad was on one, yes. Yep. So that was our Animal Kingdom day. That night, we actually went back to Springs, and we did the boathouse. Ah, how do we like the boathouse? I like the boathouse, but I love seafood. Yeah. Did your daughter get the um, mac and cheese, like I suggested? No, she wanted lobster. Wasn't there a lobster mac and cheese? Yeah, but she wanted like actual like lobster tail. Oh, okay. So this was like our big expensive meal, which is funny because my kids, like their eyes are always bigger than their stomach. Right. And I'm like, really? You guys aren't going to finish these lobster tails? Like, I mean, I will do it. So you're not you're not taking the you're not taking those back to the room then if they're not. Finished. No, I'll eat them. OK, you're going to you're going to just house them. Yourself. I'll go for it. OK, but so we did that. Um, went to Star Wars. What's the name of the place? Galactic Outpost or yeah, Star Wars Outpost is that it? Which one is that? Is that the one by the food trucks or the one by one nope. the one by the pin shop? The one from by the food trucks isn't really good. No, it's not. Okay, so I know which one you're talking about. You're talking about the one by like by like where the Christmas shop is and that. that yes, area. they sell. Uh, you know, newly since COVID, they sell Galaxy's Edge stuff there. Oh, do they? Yeah. So I actually bought a couple things. I bought the orange Rebel jacket. Oh, nice. Um, I bought the remote control mouse droid. Okay. Uh, so I bought a couple things because that's what I needed was more Star Wars stuff. Right. H- have you watched the, uh, this is off topic, but have you watched the Star Wars, Lego Star Wars holiday special yet? No, I hear it's great. Haven't fantastic. I watched watch it. it I sat and watched it last night. I thought it was fantastic. I love Life Day. I, there's a lot of Life Day. It's a Life Day special. So I know. Um. All right, so uh, so, th- so wow, two springs visits in one trip. That is, I know. Who'd have thunk? I never there, thought that was actually happening. I I would have never 
in my wildest dreams said you were going to do you would have done that and i bumped into friends while i was there did on you top really yep yep Random people that you knew. I, I, my parents used to always run into someone that we knew when we were on vacation. They always like, my my parents like attract other people from Cranford. It's pretty funny, yeah. So this is Rand, a true friends was there. Yeah, true story. My dad went to Ireland with his best friend to see Bruce. Okay. And he he got off the like they got to Ireland and they took a bus into like this into like the city, and he got off the bus and he's wearing like his like Cranford wrestling jacket or something like that and the first person he sees on the streets goes oh hey i'm from cranford new jersey <laughs> in ireland that's great so, um all right so back to the caribbean beach going to yes. sleep what's what's on tomorrow's agenda well so the next day is a big day right because we're going to studios and we want to get on rise of resistance right so this is vindication day right but the next day is also the new format Right, so this is so at seven a.m. So, so return. This is Return of the Jedi. You had the Empire Strikes Back, and now this is Return right. of the Jedi. Right. Now I'm not gonna lie. I my confidence was fairly high, only because I don't know that every single person going knows that it has now switched. You were so dejected when we talked earlier that week when you told me that you didn't get it, and I was I was a little bummed, and not for me. I don't care. I was bummed because I wanted to get Ethan on it. Yeah, I know. And I was up. I was actually up in New Jersey when you <clears> texted. Um, because while you were in Florida, I was in New Jersey um, right. because I had to defend my title. <clears throat> but uh, the um, yeah, I felt so bad for you. But so then, OK, 7 a.m. rolls around. You're in the hotel room. Yep. I haven't even gotten out of bed yet. Grab my phone. Hit the button. Works. No problem. Bing, bang, boom. You're done. Done. I'm in. Now everyone's really happy. It's our last Disney day. So now we're really psyched to go. So. I mean, we didn't do too much other than stuff you've already done. And that's actually the downside of Disney right now. Okay. Is if you're someone who plans a pool day, cool, go for it. Because you're going to get everything you want to do in the parks in one day. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll spend as much time in Galaxy's Edge as possible. Right, right. And I pretty much went and did this again. You would think like, oh, you guys went there later? Because I think we were born in group 39 or something. Right. <laughs> oh, no, we were there right away. And so you just, like, oh, you just did everything all over again? Pretty much. I mean, you're not making another lightsaber and building another droid. No. No, no, no. Didn't do any of that stuff. Right. But, like, so Smuggler's Run again. Did you eat at Docking Bay? Smuggler's Run, we went on, like, a bunch of times. It was like a walk-on in the beginning. <laughs> did you eat at the Docking Bay? Didn't eat at Docking Bay. Nothing really appealed to everyone else. I kind of have to, um, you know... Okay. Realize no Ronto wraps either. No Ronto roasters. Didn't I would like to have a Ronto wrap, but I can't believe you've never had a Ronto wrap. Like you could just grab those and go. I know, right? I don't know. You really got to have a Ronto. You, wrap. You can't grab it and go in in like COVID Disney because you have to be like off to the side. What was really interesting is so what was really funny in the Star Wars Life Day special is they talk about tip yip, like they say tip yip like a million times. Okay, and that's a that's a Galaxy's Edge thing. They sell yeah, they yeah. sell tip yip in Docking Bay. Uh, there's mean, another still... there's another really good Batu reference in there as well. Is it still tip yip? I mean, I believe it is. Um, okay, because I know for a while didn't they make it like? Well, yeah, I mean it's it'll still say like fried chicken, but like right. I don't I don't like they 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 I think they found a way to like have both names on there now. Okay. So, yeah, because um, uh, what, I will what's, say a that what's a tip? Yep. That dinner that night, we went to Mama Melrose. Okay. How was that? 
It was good. Uh, we like that place because we can kind of just sit and like chill out and do nothing. I have not we eaten had a Mama si- Melrose in God knows how, like years and years and years, like 10 plus years. We had this the same waitress we had last year, this woman, Joanne. I want to say she's from Syracuse. Okay. She's so wonderful and like terrible all at the same time. And I mean that in a great way. Okay. She is like like the actual like Italian restaurant like waitress you want. Okay. I told her, I'm like, listen, we're coming back next year. I'm going to ask for you. <laughs> and she's like, I'm here Monday through Thursday. I'm like, right, I'm going to have to make sure this happens. So she was great. That's amazing. Uh, all right. Um, all right. So here's the big switch in the trip, right? right. And this is actually where Dave helped me out. Typically, we would be going back to Caribbean Beach, packing stuff up, getting ready to go to Universal the next morning. Right. But the way that Universal did the Unlimited Express Pass, you had to go for two days. Okay. So, and I, I, I don't know why I never thought about this. It worked out so much better. We had packed up the day before, put everything in the car like that morning, mm-hmm. and drove from studios to Royal Pacific. Okay. At Universal and checked in there. Now, is this your first so Universal much- Resort experience? No, right? No, no, we've gone. We've been to this hotel before. Okay. Uh, it made so much more sense, though, to check in at night and be like fresh and ready for the next morning. I don't know why I never thought about this before. And honestly, the money was the same. Okay. It's not like I spent more money or. All right. So we leave Disney, which is great. We go to Universal. Um, now, you sent, me a te- you sent me a text about how this is like two completely different worlds. It is. So I'm gonna now, I'm gonna give you the floor here and let you go. Keep in mind I'm also doing Universal on a Friday and a Saturday. Yeah. But the same benefit slash, you know, problem if you want to call it that, that I have at Disney is at Universal also in the sense you really especially if you've that unlimited express pass, you get everything done immediately. I mean, I could have left both Universal Parks by noon. Interesting. I knew you just get everything done. You've done everything you wanted to do, hmm. which is good, but it's also bad. Like I want like a full day experience, but I mean, how many times can I go on Transformers and not throw up? Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, I will say one of the nice things about Disney, you know, when you're waiting online for, um, you know, the world of Disney store and you're like, Oh, I can't believe I'm waiting on this line for 20 minutes. When you get in that store, there is a limited capacity in that store yes universal does not play by these rules no universal is so much more lax than disney because i feel like they know that like even if they had a super spreader like situation at like a universal park disney would still get the blame for it you're right so they have a really nice spiel in the beginning they have a person out there going over like distance and yada 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 and yeah know, yeah they're like up on a stage with like a microphone yeah it's borderline a comedy routine and you know and it, it's great but when you get in the park and you're going to one of these you know tiny stores you know that's filled with harry potter stuff that's purposely small because that's how they actually are in the world of harry potter mm. man that place is packed i mean you've heard me go off about those kinds of decisions that maybe we shouldn't give the 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 psychotic british woman you know free reign to like decide how large our stores are in this theme park land well they're already built now i know it was they just gave her whatever she wanted i mean listen i love it and my daughter has really taken to harry potter in the last like couple months mm. uh she's 12 you know perfect age 
she's a Hufflepuff. Like she's like, this was her. So Galaxy's Edge for me and Ethan, this was it for her. So we went and we made the most of two days of like Harry Potter stuff and we killed it. We got everything done. Hagrid? She saved up. What? Going Hagrid? Oh, well, I mean, me? No. That's so, it's so funny. We get in. That, that unlimited express pass is good for anything except for Hagrid. So they're like, oh, just go straight to Hagrid. Cool. So we go over there. I'm sitting on a bench, chilling out. There's no one around me. The three of them go on this ride. I'm like, oh, this is taking a little bit longer than I thought because there wasn't really much of a line. Mm-hmm. So they come off and my daughter's like, oh my gosh, it was great. Like, bah, bah, bah. she's telling me all about it. My wife and my son don't look as excited. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I pull Heather aside and I'm like, what's up? And she's like, I might throw up. And I'm like, oh, really? She's like, that was a little much first thing in the morning. On top of that, the ride broke down while they were on it. So they put them on it again. Oh, no. So I'm like, why did you ride it again? She's like, Abby was so excited. Like, I had to ride it again for her. (laughs) So I'm like, that's so funny. Like, Heather and Ethan, like, didn't love it. It was a little too much. Right. And they had to ride it twice. Oh, man. You know, I've never ridden it. So they've kind of like almost checked out a little bit here. And like Abby is like good to go. But see, so the, I'm like, okay. like this ride gets compared to Rise of the Resistance a lot. And I don't think that that's a comparison. Like no, it sounds really fast. Yeah. So uh, I take Abby and I told her, I'm like, listen, you know, this might be me and you for a little bit today because I don't know how much, you know, they have in them. So, Mom and Ethan are about to expel Armas out there. Uh their breakfast so we hung out for a little bit and like looked in shops and stuff and we did go over to like hogwarts and okay was it forbidden journey we did that okay heather was like i'm not doing rides for a little bit i'm like that's okay did you go on forbidden journey yeah i love forbidden journey oh right you do like that but you almost lost your phone on it the one time i did and after you well although this was actually great we wrote it a bunch of times that day because heather so didn't want to ride it that she just like held all my stuff okay because you told me about the little door that's in your seat that you can yeah. put stuff in. Yeah. But that presents its own challenge. Because, because you, you put, you're on a t- you're on a clock here when you're trying oh, to get Oh yeah. Off. And that runway is about to run out. So when you get off that ride, you gotta jump off and like open that door and get all the stuff out, and that moving walkway is about to expire. Yes. No, you are yeah, this this is this is a very much a timed ordeal here. Like, if you forget for one second, I mean, legit one second that you put stuff in there, oh, you're done. Yes, 100%. If you got off the ride and was like, oh, wait a minute, let me grab this. Nope, you you need, to, it has to be a very fast thing. Did you eat in Harry Potter? We did one of the days we got breakfast. Okay. Yeah, last time I was there, I ate at, I think it was the Three Broomsticks with a friend. And I'm just like, I had fish and chips and I was like, this is all very salty. We, yeah, we ate at Three Broomsticks also. Um, you know, we weren't really planning on eating breakfast, but everyone was just kind of hungry, and I'm like, oh, let's just do it, you know? So, it's cool. They gave you, like, frozen butter beer as, like, a choice, like, with your meal, like, That's with neat. your breakfast. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, I, I like mean, the way that they did it at the Three Broomsticks also for COVID, because, like, it becomes a table service restaurant, essentially. Yes. Like, you have to yeah, sit they, there, and you have to order on the app, and then they bring it to your table. Now, listen, I had ordered on the app while I was online. Okay. So, by the time I got to the front, I was good to go, and I will say it took forever for them to bring food so much so i thought they forgot about us i feel like that happened to me too i feel like it was a long wait we we waited like the two the people who sat on both sides of us 
like after us mm-hmm. got their food uh, one of them got their food and was done and i'm like okay there's a problem but the thing is like your wait staff takes your order number so i don't know when she takes that and like puts it in like hey go make this the only thing i could think of is maybe she forgot mm. but it was all good it worked out great sounds good so you're so, there for just yeah. the one day, and then you're and then you're done. We did two days. We did Friday and Saturday, which was probably one day too many. But, did, you, um, did you feel safe? Not like in Disney. Yeah, I didn't feel safe last time I was there, and I was there on a Saturday. So, in Disney, you don't have to make many calls for yourself. Do you know what I mean by that? No, explain. You don't have to be like, hey, you know what? Let's not head over there right now. It looks jam packed. Yeah, like everything. I mean, I'm not saying you go and you stand right behind people. I mean that. <clears throat> but it's not the same in universal we would go to stores and i was like hey you know what let's come back and check this out later mm-hmm. because it just looked yeah too much right and that's not even i mean honestly bathrooms even and and which is weird because you know disney doesn't control bathroom usage either but i went in bathrooms there were so many people in mm-hmm. i was like let's dial back a little bit is it and maybe like, that there aren't a... as many bathrooms like i don't know uh, how many maybe. Did you see them building that Jurassic World roller coaster? Yeah. Oh yeah. With the Raptors and whatnot. Yep. Did you do did you do Jurassic Park? We ate there. Okay, but you uh, didn't again, do, you so, didn't do the river ride. No. I normally what, don't do What about Spider Man? Of course we did Spider Man. I was about times. to say you gotta do Spider Man. But this is another thing. So we walked I mean you know that park's a big circle, right? We were yeah. in Potter and we wanted to get like burgers. So I'm like, cool, let's go walk go back over to Marvel. Yeah, they got that, that place in Marvel that has that stuff. Right, so they have the like Fantastic that kind of Four, Captain America. The Fantastic Four Cafe. Well, the Fantastic Four Cafe doesn't have burgers. It has like some other like stuff, but not burgers. Huh. But they have like that Captain America diner. Okay. So I'm like, we'll go there. So we walk over there. Oh, no, that's not opening. And on top of that, I'm asking people who work there. I'm like, is this going to open? They're like, it might open today. It's kind of crowded. I'm like, oh, that's not an answer for me. Yeah. Like, am I supposed to like stand here and wait? So they have guest relations teams. So I went over there and I'm like, hey, can I listen? We just want to eat lunch. Is this going to open? Because it was right next to it. Uh-huh. And they were like, I don't think so today. And I'm like, we oh, live in the, such a weird time. Oh, the first order. I'm like, okay, so where are, where, where can we eat? They're like, okay, like if you want like a burger, they're like, go to Burger Digs, I think is the name of it. In, in Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, interesting. We walked all the way around the park. And, like, had to walk all the way back over there. Like, it's weird that there's not just, like, a place you can go eat, like, that's, like, close. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if we're talking burger digs, right? So you're talking about eating in Potter, which isn't, you know, you can't get a Coke there or something. Right. Which I'm cool with. Right. Eating at burger digs. That Fantastic Four Cafe, which does not have, like, burgers. I, I, they had some kind of sandwich. I remember being, like, I didn't think I would really find anything on the menu. I'm assuming Seussland doesn't have like any like restaurants. They have Dude, the green eggs and ham place, which I have seen open lately. Um, the the eating spots in Universal are minimal. They're minimal because they're not a big deal. Like in like Disney food is a thing. Universal food is not a thing. I know, but I would like to eat lunch. Yeah, I <laughs> like there. Yeah, everybody would like to eat lunch. But um, for for me, my go tos are the are the two Harry Potter restaurants because you know whatever British food and what whatnot. Um, the Dagwood sandwich place is okay. Okay. There's also a place in Toon Landing, I think it is, that that has decent um 
that has that has decent stuff. Oh, there there's a big quick service place in Seuss actually by the circus. Huh. Yeah. Okay. There's a big quick service place right there. I did ride like um, Cat in the Hat and the train. Mm-hmm. I love that train. You're like really high on that. Thing. You are pretty high, and like there's stuff up there that you know you can't see from the ground, which is pretty. Yeah, neat. I like that a lot. I mean, listen, you have to jam me into that thing. Yeah. Me too. I feel like my legs are like way too long for that ride. My shoulders are way too broad. Yeah, um, but I liked it. I thought it was fun. Try filming with a puppet while you're on it. Uh, <laughs> um, but the um, yeah, I mean, I I like Susan. I mean, I like Universal more than I like Islands of Adventure. I think just because it's easier to move and like yeah, I really feel the crowds in Islands of Adventure more because. It's not built super well. Like it's there, there's so many like very narrow walkways. You're a hundred percent right on that. Uh, did you guys do the Rapture Encounter? Didn't nobody wanted to do it. I wanted to, but no one else wanted to. Okay. So I'll say this: as far as like the hotel, when you're in your Universal hotel, like when you walk by, like the kind of person in the front, they take your temperature there and give you a wristband, mm-hmm. and then you no longer need to have your temperature taken like for the rest of that day. Okay. Like every day. So that was kind of handy, I guess. You know what I mean? Like it didn't seem to be a problem. Even walking through security, like Do they have like universal channels on the TV? Like is it like like the way Disney has like the park channels and stuff? No, I mean Disney's got like forty channels that are Disney stuff. You have a whole channel that's just Disney Springs. Right. Yeah. Universal doesn't have that. But it does same thing. It opens up to a channel about Universal. They don't have like Lacey's must do universal. No, no, nothing like that. It'd be funny if it was just Stacy like wearing a wig. I will say one other weird thing when you have the unlimited express pass, which is cool. And I mean, it's so beneficial. Like when you're not just showing it to someone and letting you in, mm-hmm. like every time you need to like scan it and they take your picture. So okay. I thought this was a one-time thing, right? Every single time, huh? Every time I'm like, Oh, now don't get me wrong. They have it down to a science. It moves really fast, but I'm like, Oh, you guys are like, I thought it was one time they take your picture. And then when you scan it additional times, the employee can see like oh yeah this is him nope i guess it's facial recognition because mine kept now you have a mask on mine kept like not working but everyone else's did so like ah that's cool just go i'm like okay oh all right interesting right so then right from universal you're just back in the car you're on i4 you're heading home yep yeah that was the trip i'm thrilled we got it in i mean i mean yeah you were unsure like up until you like left yeah, I happen. pretty much spent this year not sure if we were going to do this. Yeah. So now it's time for the question that I ask you at the end of every trip report. When's the next one? Uh, in theory, a year from now. I mean, yeah, the trip that I had originally planned to do this November, which kind of got crushed by, you know, no meal plan and mm-hmm. things like that. In theory, I'm going to try and do that trip again. Hoping the world is a little bit more normal next November, but yeah, here's hoping. I, you know, what's funny is my kids are totally in a mood where they're like missing um, Disneyland. Yeah, well, and in the original schedule, they're not the only back, ones, right? In the original schedule, like we were supposed to be going to Disneyland next year, and it's just it's heartbreaking to think like, I mean, who knows when that's going to open? Yeah, you know. Yep. I, and I get it, and I'm all for safety, and, and you know I hope we can all look back at this and just be like, you know, we did what we had to do. But I mean, there's people who Disneyland must be part of their like, you know, 
I don't want to say everyday experience, but every week or every month. And it's just, it's crazy. So if, if you could say one thing to any of our listeners who are parents who are taking a family vacation to Disney in the next couple months and are concerned about, you know, how to do everything with all the new restrictions, what kind of advice would you give them? Well, first off, staying on property is like a must. Yeah. It's amazing how clean those rooms are. And mm-hmm. and we still once over it because my wife is that person, right? Like she still brought wipes and spray, but I mean, those rooms are insanely, they smell so clean. Did you leave the remote in the plastic baggie? I didn't. I took it out. Oh, after see, I left it in the baggie. I didn't know what the, what I was supposed to do. Yeah. I, I was just sued. You were supposed to leave it in. All right. So stay on property. Yeah. They're also not in your room every day. You can, you can a choose to have no one like no um, maid services in your room. Yeah. I noticed that too, that the maid services didn't come or you can have them come every other day. Now they're not coming every other day and making your bed and doing stuff. They're literally just giving you towels and, and emptying your, your trash can. Right. Yeah. Which I'm cool with. It was great. So, okay. I thought that was perfect. All right. So stay Disney's on property. Also, they're Is also it... super accommodating. If you have any questions about anything, I mean, you can ask people. They have all the answers. Like they're, they're prepared for this. Okay. It is, you know, the big company we thought they would be that kind of like leads the way as far as safety goes. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, listen, I can't speak to being there on the weekends, like you said, because I really wasn't. I yeah. mean, we were at Epcot on a Sunday, but, and, and even in food and wine, you think like Epcot on Sunday must have been jammed. Epcot's in such disarray. People really are avoiding wasn't. Epcot. Yeah. I mean, it was not, you know, the Epcot I know and love. Yeah. So, and it will not be for quite some time. Um, Okay, so before we before we close out the show, have you been watching this new DuckTales show? I haven't. Were you a Darkwing Duck fan? Yes. You need to start watching DuckTales. I heard Darkwing Duck's getting his own show. Apparently, and like Seth Rogen is making it, but I hope like I'm not sure if it's like a spin-off from DuckTales or not, but like they did a Darkwing Duck pilot like a couple weeks ago. Hmm. I mean, like, they found a... Because, like, like it, Darkwing Duck has always been, like, a television show in the DuckTales world that, like, Launchpad right. was a big fan of. They found a way to bring not just Darkwing, but all of his villains, like, into the DuckTales timeline. Oh, that sounds really cool. It's amazing. Like, so, so amazing. It's just, been, it's just so good. Dude, I, like, I highly recommend... Just start from the first season and just start going through. It is... I mean, I watched it in the beginning. I've just fallen off like any of the. I mean, it's all on Disney Plus. It is a genuine treat. Like it's just so so good. And because you know what it is, it's like this. We talk about this all the time that like these things from when we were kids are now being rebooted and remade by people who were fans of it that are our age. So it's being remade and rewritten with all of this love and like honor, like and reverence given to the IP. So. Yeah, we're, it's just I I can't get over it. I think David Tennant is an amazing Scrooge McDuck. Um, honestly, I'm shocked that the Ducktales um, World Showcase Adventure hasn't opened yet because I feel like that's a thing that people can social distance and do. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Because like all you have to do is work with your phone, which you're touching all day anyway. Right. Right. So and everything happens far away from you. So I hope they I hope they get moving on that. That is the other thing. Real quick tip. I mean, as far as like photo pass goes, and I'm sure people are like, I don't want to spend $175 for photo pass. Right. When 
you know, we're all wearing masks. And I 100% understand. Yeah. I will say PhotoPass photographers went so far out of their way every single shot. Like, it was crazy. Everyone's like, let's do some magic shots. Everyone. Yeah. Uh, so that was really neat. But yeah, it is weird because you mentioned being on your phone all the time. It's the only way you're getting pictures of the four of you. Or right. however many are in your phone. Oh, yeah, because nobody's taking your phone to take a picture for you. Yeah, that is not an option. You so, can always ask PhotoPass photographers to do that, though. No, they won't. They won't. No, they're not taking. Oh, the because yeah, no, you're right. You are right. So you know, this time more than than in the past, you know, it's it's a must. for us. I I got my money's worth out of PhotoPass. Okay. Again, I know it's a ton of money. So, now, did you guys have Disney masks or did you just have regular masks? You know, I went with regular masks because I usually like my array. I I brought both. I made sure we had like backup masks on us at all times because even though I've never had a mask break, I'm always like, what if one of these masks break? Um, but I love my vacation t-shirt so much. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to take away from my t-shirt with a mask that was like okay. Jack Skellington. Or... So I went pretty much plain masks. What were the t-shirts this time around? Oh, man, that's a great question. Hmm. I don't know. You don't know? Okay. I, I'm trying to remember like what I wore that was great. I wasn't like super wowed by my selection this time. All right. I did you know I love Vincent from the Black Hole? Yes. Um he's my all-time favorite robot. So I did have a really cool Vincent shirt that I liked. All right. That's that's cool. I had a Darkwing Duck shirt that actually looks like the logo from Batman, Batman the Animated, Animated series. series. I love that shirt. Yep. Um okay. That all sounds cool. Um all right, so two things I wanted to point out before we end the show. I know it's been a long show, folks. Bear with me here. Uh, one, I had this Christmas um, snack in Magic Kingdom that was out of this world. It's called like the it's like the Orange Bird Christmas. Okay. And so I mean, so it's like it's like a cookie, and on top of the cookie is like a white chocolate orange. It looks like an orange. Like it's even I got think like I've seen a picture. Of it's this. even got like the icing like green on top of it, and it's got an Orange Bird chocolate thing on top of it. Now inside that that white chocolate shell that looks like an orange is like a citrus, like, um, like a meringue almost. Hmm. Okay. Oh man. Was this good? It is in, uh, an upcoming Morty monster video. So you can watch that new, a new Morty monster video just came out. I was actually there with my friend, uh, Dr. Nick Mercer, uh, okay. who I wanted to give a quick shout out to. He is, um, he's got a really cool YouTube channel that I think that our listeners would get a lot out of. Um, we're going to have him as a guest on the show coming up soon, but um, it's called the theme park therapist. So if you look up the theme park therapist, you'll find it. He's a physical therapist. He's a doctor of physical therapy. And um, he does like videos in the parks that show you like when your back hurts, this is a stretch that you can do when your neck hurts. This is a stretch that you can do. Uh, so, I, and I think that's something that everybody pretty much needs. Something that I need. Yeah, that's great. Because like everyone has like my back hurts, my feet hurt, my shoulder hurts, my neck hurts, and he gives you these like really easy stretches that you can do that actually really do make a difference. Um, oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. He he's an amazing guy and really knows his stuff. Like he's an expert in anatomy. So, uh, and he's he is uh, Morty's guest in the most recent Morty Monster video. So nice. uh, check it out, folks. It's the theme park therapist. It's on YouTube and you'll hear about it again soon because I'm going to have we're you know, we're going to have him on the show to kind of talk about like different ways to, um, you know, lessen your pain when you are 
walking around Walt Disney World. So that'll be a good show. All right. Well, that that that's about it. You got anything else to add? I know it's been a long episode. It doesn't feel like a super long episode for us because we recorded it in two halves, but we are over the two-hour mark at this point. Yeah, yeah, it went long. Uh, no, I'll, I'll nip in the bud here. I'll save things for next time. Okay. All right. Well, then uh, that's going to do it for Two Men in the Mass this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. And, folks, if you love our good buddy Peter Mandelin, who doesn't, check him out at Rogue Comics, the new and improved, newly redesigned, Re- and renovated Rogue Comics over at Cranford, New Jersey at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. Or go to roguecomics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. And of course, if you're planning that trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Adventures by Disney, any Disney resort throughout the known world, even Aulani out in Hawaii, or any Universal property, contact our good buddy and sponsor Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Uh, you can always find Dave. Uh, via email DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net we'll be having Dave on on the show again sometime soon to answer your questions about planning a trip especially you know like with everything going on right now um, if you are renting a crib or stroller in Walt Disney World please look up our good friends over at KingdomStrollers.com who will rent you the crib or stroller of your dreams and deliver it right to your Disney Resort uh, and for me, folks, please check out the Morty Monster YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Morty Monster. We got all these great videos going on right now. Halloween at Disney where he was dressed up as the child from The Mandalorian. Uh, we've got uh, you know Christmas at Disney coming out now. Uh, so you know please check up on it. He's on YouTube at youtube.com slash Morty Monster. Facebook.com slash Morty Monster. He's on Instagram at Morty Monster and Friends. And TikTok at Morty Monster and Friends. Uh, also, uh, folks, my books are on sale. Uh, Ross and Auntie. The full series and uh, Witchers of Alnora, Birth of the Dark Angel, including now audiobooks for Rossinanti and Rossinanti, The Decimation of Cassid. The Rossinanti Wrath of the Faithful audiobook is also on its way. Uh, so that'll, that should be coming out sometime in the next couple months. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, well, that does it again uh, for this week, Pete. Any closing words? No, I hope we get to do this again soon. I always hate when we yeah, take I hate a week we... or two. Yeah, no, we're going to definitely do another episode next week. So stay tuned for that, folks. We'll be going back to the world tour very soon as well. All right, folks, please keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.